and this is Not Your Father's Sports Pod. Today's date is February 3rd. How's it going today, boys? That wasn't bad. Was that one was of my better, better ones? Not, not it was bad. better than the last one I listened to. I mean, I kind of get better, but I kind of don't. I mean, how many times are you going to practice before you actually have it down where you uh, feel confident, right? I don't I don't practice. Could you try sounding more excited next time? Yeah, I mean, it was... Uh, Hey guys, uh, this is this, this is, is your, not your father's five podcast, but I definitely sound like your dad right now. Reading your more, report card, we do need more like you being not monotone, and you gotta act like you want to be here. I do want to be here. I, I just don't know how to express that. I do cannot really put the want. <laughs> I can't make you want it. And I- it's February 3rd. Welcome to Not Your Father's Podcast. I That's mean, come on. Yeah. There it is, right? Like, know, should we retake it from the top? Right now? <laughs> right, Trussell, Trussell knows how to do it. <laughs> All right, Rush, you're you're going to start us off. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. right. What's the name of the podcast? Uh, Not Your Father's, right? Yeah. Yep. When? Now? Right now. We're still recording. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Record. Okay. And it's February 3rd, 2021. Welcome to Not Your Father's Podcast. We're sitting around, I don't know your guys' names, actually. I'm brand <laughs> new to this. I know Tony, right? We got Sean and Kobe, but I don't know your actual Kobe. names. Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. Kobe. Oh, Kobe. Kobe. No, 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 no. Oh, it is Kobe. Even, you're, you're definitely not as good as Kobe. Even when I'm trying to set the standard for Tony, I'm still screwing up. Yeah. Right? No, it's <laughs> fine. fine. You're, you're it's still infectious. doing better than me. <laughs> So, Russell is our guest on our pod this week. Big trust. Yeah. In the flesh. Big trust. Big trust. Yeah. Woo-woo. So, how's everybody's week been? Good. Good. It's been a week. We're halfway through it. Hump day. Good. (laughs) There it is. I, I I see the trend. Goods all I had a around. Great week too, That's man. about How as exciting week? as Tony's intro to the podcast, right? Uh, my weeks. Eh, it's going. Oh, shit. You gotta, you gotta check on me. Uh-oh. <laughs> if you say it's going, you're going through it. We've already been <laughs> I know. Here's the only problem is that I would text Tony to like check on him tomorrow, and he wouldn't reply, and I wouldn't know he's either dead or he's just not texting me back like he usually does. <laughs> me, and <Tony. laughs> me and Tony are the worst texters of all time. Yeah. It's true. So I'm I'm on that spectrum, but on the opposite end, right? And Tony knows this, okay? We got, uh, when we're playing fantasy baseball, fantasy football uh, to some extent, but especially fantasy baseball, uh, you get games that go, that start at 10 o'clock, right? You got West Coast games. And I stay up and I watch those games and I will absolutely keep the the league in the know, right? For who's, who's hot, who's hitting home runs and who's... But- but when you're doing that, you're also drinking. So then you're getting belligerently drunk. What and then that? you're calling oh, us. So many typos. I, I know. Well, I said something wrong, didn't I? What was that, what was that word? Belligerently? Oh, Tony. No, no, get the sounder. What one do you want? I don't know. You give can pick the a sounder. Joke sounder. I'll, I'll give you the... There we go. <laughs> Belligerent? Yes. Um, he'll be drunk and he'll call... And he'll be on the phone with us for an hour at like two, three in the morning, just ranting about baseball and life. It's true. I mean, baseball is life. It's the it's the exact same thing. Oh, oh no. <laughs> now you know what way the producer likes. Okay, okay. What happened? I'm going to keep pushing. Unless, unless you're Jose Canseco, he doesn't really care for baseball. I love Jose. That sound you made actually happened uh, in right field. Uh 
back in what ninety three, right? <laughs> Hit him in the head. That's right. I believe that happened on May twenty sixth. Oh, look at you! He knows almost anything about Conseco. We looked that up, though. I would like to know. Why am I the stat, stat guy? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Why'd you point at me? I'm not the stat guy. Wait, so is is that Sean's name, right? Stat guy, Sean? Stat man or stat man? snack man? Or snack man, He loves Sean. stats. And he loves snacks. He's actually a terrible stat guy. It was May 26th. Nice <laughs> job. I don't know why. That's impressive. What is Sean snacking on stats? What? I mean, there was Sean snacking on stats, right? Better than other habits. Yeah, Moving that's on. True. Keep it in. Anyways. <laughs> So, Super Bowl is this week. That's big news. Yep. I kind of forgot, if I'm being honest. Tom Brady. Nah, I'm just joking. You, you How didn't could see you any of the commercials for the last <laughs> three weeks? Right. Tom Brady's going into what Super Bowl is this? His 10th. Ten. This is going to be his 10th Super Bowl. Chance to win his 7th, yep. right? In 19 his, years starting. Nine, well, 20 years starting, right? I know. I think this is 19 season because he missed the one with the oh. ACL. Mm. And then oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Yep, yep. That's fair. When Drew, Drew, Brees, Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. Oh. Is there a sound for that? <clears throat> I'll do it for you. You guys did it for Nailed me. Nailed it. So what do you I, what do you guys think of the not game? Very quick to hit himself with the mother. <laughs> he was slow on that. I'll just drink a beer. I was right? gonna correct myself. But that's why. <laughs> Hold on. Can we get back? Can we can I play the sound of Sean from last Super Bowl? Yeah, I want to hear Sean's hot take. This is a good segue into another hot take for the Super Bowl. Matt Breida, 180 yards. Fuck it on the Super Bowl. I did not say 180 yards. I think you did. I think I said 100 yards. No, no, you said 180. I you said 180. He said, I think he'll have something like 180 yards and a touchdown. No. Hot take, of the, hot take of the game. What do you got for us? All right, guys, I got a special hot take for you just for the big game. All the hype right now is around 49ers running back Raheem Mostert. But my big hot take of the game is Matthew Breida of the 49ers is actually going to lead the team in rushing yards this week. In half. How many? What are you thinking? I'm going to say he's going to go over 150 and he's going to score at least two touchdowns. <laughs> you are fake news. You do the at. There we go. There we go. My favorite part is Tony. Holy smoke. Holy <laughs> smokes. <laughs> oh, we almost forgot our ceremonial first crack. Oh, that's nice. That's the only thing we do well on the pod. You're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. So uh, I gather, looking around the table, that we all have our niche, right? Yes. Uh, the drinks that we drink. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw a plug in here. I got Voodoo Ranger today. We got Juicy Haze IPA. It's one of the ones that I rely on, okay? If you like uh, IPAs, not into the domestic breweries, I would highly suggest that. It's a little fruity. It's a little bitter. Delish. Is Can that, I try some of that in a glass? Yeah, of course. COVID, obviously. I don't know. Well, I'll give it. I'll give you my COVID. It's not Ooh. the only thing I'll COVID give you. COVID and a new beer. Kobe, sorry. Oh, I did it again. I'm sorry, Kobe. It's getting out of hand. Tony. It's gonna get out of hand. This is why we don't videotape it, right? This is why yes, we're not right, we're not right. live yeah. live Last streaming because I ended up shirtless. <laughs> it's, it's that, and it's also a pain in the ass for me to set up <laughs> on top of everything else. We had it. We had it set up. Last week, and Tony knocked over the Tony phone. Tony knocked it all over. Yeah. <laughs> you hate to see it. Tony, I have a file on my audio called Kubi Was Right. <laughs> Should I just play that and figure out what it is? I have no Screw idea. Screw it. Let's go for it. I have a hot take that I think I'm going to bet on this week. I'm going to actually put money on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put money on the Bucks to win by double digits. Buccaneers Saints. I'm gonna, I already said my hot take. Buccaneers by 10. 
They did what was the final 10. score of that game? 30 to 20. Oh, right on the button. Wow. That wasn't that hard to see. Drew Brees looked terrible. Drew Brees did look terrible. He hasn't looked like himself in about a year and a half. Can we be honest? You know who else looked terrible in that game? Tom Brady. Yeah. He- Jameis Winston is sitting on the couch right now after watching that game going, you fired me for this? His passer rating was below 80. I'm pretty sure it was like 77 and a half. You had three touchdowns to three interceptions. Like that line looked like Jameis Winston's line when he was with the Buccaneers before that. I'm not saying that the Bucs get to the Super Bowl with Jameis Winston over Tom Brady, but if I'm Jameis Winston, I am not pleased looking at Tom Brady's line knowing I got cut for that. You got cut for 30 interceptions, not 11. Brady uh, still had 11. led the league in touchdowns. Who led the league in touchdowns this year? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter had, if you throw 30. Brady had 10 more than 40 Winston touchdowns. If you throw 30 interceptions, you're not good. Brady had 40 touchdowns this year. Winston had 30 last year. Did he have 40 this year? He had 40 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. That is 4,739 yards. I did not realize that Tom Brady had 40 touchdowns this year. How many years has he had 40 touchdowns in his career? Do we know off the top of our head? I, I would guess. That's got to be another one of those records that Tom Brady has, right? I'm going like, to guess at least at least half. I'm going to guess 10. No, no, no. You sure? He's a low interception, not usually a high. I would Are say you talking about? Most, I mean, more than 40 touchdowns? This season, yeah. Every season with 40 touchdowns. I mean, you got to have... We're not talking playoffs, just regular season? Yeah, regular season. I would say three or four. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's not a huge touchdown. We'll find... Sean, you can look at this pro football reference. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Yeah, Should, nice. Let's talk about nice something Nice little else. plug. Because, I mean, I guess you could compare that to, like, by the way, big news that happened this past week. We'll go back to football real quick, but you could compare Tom Brady, especially if he doesn't have a whole lot of seasons with 40 touchdowns. You could compare that to uh, the late, great Hank Aaron, who only surpassed 40 home runs in a season. I want to say like twice. Longevity. Like the dude mm-hmm. just played. He played 22 years. He didn't even start in the MLB. He was one of the last uh, players that got promoted from the Negro Leagues and just was consistent. I guess you could say that about Tom Brady, too. What'd you find out? So Tom Brady uh, has done it twice, and he hasn't Whoa, done it. And he wow, hasn't the done record it since, year and this year, and he hasn't done it since 2007. Wow! Holy, holy, shit. holy! I would not have said that. Well, I would have thought like, a lot more. I would say he probably has four years with 38. Like, yeah. but, you there, can, but you can see the similarities. The year that he had the 50 touchdowns, that was with Randy Moss. Yep. This year he had Mike Evans. Yep. Right. Yeah. So you had two well, elite receivers. And not only that, but you had so you had Randy Moss in 2007, but then out of the slot you had Wes Welker, right? Mm-hmm. Who revolutionized the way that that position was played, right? Wes mm-hmm. Welker was your first real true uh, slot, slot receiver. And this year he's got Chris Godwin, who is arguably the best slot receiver in the game. And then, you know, you got Tony. Chris Godwin, I have a love-hate relationship with him. With Chris Godwin? He's legitimate until he can't catch the ball out of nowhere. He he had such good hands. But I mean, last that's year. that's Wes Welker too. Anytime a clutch situation oh. came up, Wes Welker shit his pants. That's so we're talking appeared. about we're talking about 2007, right? And uh, before the show, yep. and we're talking about the heartbreak. We remember where we were and everything. And I will. It is burned in my memory. Wes Welker dropping that pass. Yep. That's it why it was fourth down, right? Fourth down in yep. six or seven, I yep. think. And he dropped that pass. It hit him in the hands. It was to very Tom Brady form, right? It was a little behind him, but. It, Hit him in the hands. It was a catchable ball. If you get both hands on it in the NFL, you have to catch you it. You got to catch it. 
That's what me and Beard were arguing about. Oh, yeah? Because he, he's like, I would take Welker over Edelman every time. And I was like, Welker had a better statistical career, but when it came down to it, and he's not catching big passes. Edelman has been a big part of all of their Super Bowls. I w- Talk about I mean, that he had one against the Falcons. the Falcons. Oh, that one's memorable. The whip route in the end zone versus Seahawks. Yep. yep. I mean, like, I think stats only go so far to tell the story. Like, yeah, Welker was legit. He re- he definitely revolutionized the slot receiver position. But in terms of, I mean, he played with Manning and Brady for eight years and never won a Super Bowl somehow. Yeah, Welker and never won possible? a Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, possible? you're right. Oh, he wasn't with Super uh, when uh, he, he left went to the Super Bowl. No, he won. left the year before. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that's Wes Welker for you. And I don't know if the question gene is a thing or not, but like, in big moments, Edelman's going to make the catch, and I don't trust Welker to make the catch. Yeah, one hundred percent. And Edelman's the second leading playoff receiver of all time. Yeah. Right, right. Only behind Jerry Rice. Yeah. I mean, vastly behind Jerry Rice, but still, you can hold that. Uh... How do you like that beer, by the way, producer? Uh, I'm not a big IPA guy, but I would drink it. Nice. But I you'll will drink take... any beer that's in front of you that's <laughs> Any great. beer that I didn't pay for is my favorite beer. <laughs> I would still take that as an endorsement. So what is your guys' thoughts on the game, the big game this weekend? Well, <clears throat> so I love where Vegas is at, if I'm being honest with you. We kind of segue this into some of the betting talk. Nice. Right now, um, the Bucks are getting three and a half points, right? They're three and a half point underdogs, and I am going to take that line to the bank. Mm-hmm. Like, Tom Brady's not going to lose a Super Bowl by by more than a field goal. I just don't see it happening. Um, it did happen, but... I don't, I don't see it happening now, right? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. it has happened. You're right. Uh, but I don't see it happening now. Uh, and that's purely based off of the defense that he's got going. Uh, the over-under on the total points is at 56 and a half, I want to say. And I'm... <laughs> That's not, my, that's not my hot take. That's my hot take of the game. Should okay, I then I'm not. I won't. Not ruin it? I won't take it. Don't though. ruin it. That's you texted me the other day. You know, I'm that's not my hot take for the game. Don't ruin it's it. It's gonna rain, by the way. Seventy percent oh, chance thunderstorms, yeah. dude. And and that I mean that's gonna play into it, right? I was, I'm I'm taking, I'm taking the under, right? I guess on everything can, on the Chiefs for the overall game, yeah. like right, like I'm so taking the box to cover the spread. Box minus three and a half, or plus three and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I guess Sean, you're taking you're taking the under on that bet. What's yeah. that? He wants the hard uh, over. No. Oh, you're taking the hard, hard over. over. Hard, oh, I'm hard on over button. Oh, well then. I'm glad. I'm glad he's not picking the money line because if he picks the money line, you better pick the other team. <laughs> right. At any time he's picked the money line, that team's lost. I think he picked the Chiefs though. Did he? First the Bills. Yeah. I haven't been that bad. Because then everyone switched once he picked it against the Bills. Man, that's one thing that we got going. Dude, the, I man, I was pulling for the Browns when Mahomes went out. I was like cuz I picked going in going into the postseason, I picked the Bills to go into the Super Bowl cuz I just have this soft spot for the Bills. And this goes back to last year we had that conversation, yeah, right? Yeah. Bills making the playoffs, winning a playoff game. They got close. Mm-hmm. Um, but I picked them to go to the Super Bowl this year. I didn't want them to beat the Chiefs. I mm-hmm. kind of figured the Chiefs were going to lose to either um Indy, if the Buffalo, if the Bills didn't face them or the Browns, right? right. I liked, I liked the heavy. You're going to beat the Chiefs by uh, time of possession, right? Yeah. Strong run game, yeah. keeping Patrick Mahomes off the field, keeping yeah. in a low scoring game, which is, I think, going to be the key to success for 
the Buccaneers. Right. Or at least giving them pressure, kind of like making them look like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right. yeah. If they can really blow up that offensive line, it, it could be really bad for Mahomes. But that's the thing, though. An interesting stat about Patrick Mahomes is he has gotten better With under pressure. pressure. Really? When he gets forced yeah. out of the pocket and he has to make a play on his own, he is better. Which is well, why he's I know so never, exciting to watch. I know yeah. never to bet against him on third down. If he's no. third and long... Uh-huh. You yeah. always got to pick what, Mahomes because he's going to end up getting the first. 2019, I think it was, when they were in third and 15 and longer, could recover just before they played the 49ers in the Super Bowl. When it was like third and 15 or longer, they were more likely to convert that than any other team in the league was to convert a third and five. Dude. Just, you you don't understand it, but it's just Mahomes. Mahomes is, and Mahomes is magic, right? Yeah. Like, I will not, I will not argue that point. Uh, I still think, I'm, Still going to say that the Buccaneers win that game, and part of it is uh, sentimental, right? Like, if you look at the gauntlet that Tom Brady has had to go through this year, he's gone through the Washington football team, which, you know, whatever. Heineke, you got Chase Young. You have, Heineke was legit, though. Heineke was great, <laughs> right? And you have arguably the best yep. defensive really? line in the league uh, with Washington. Yeah, that but front then seven in Washington it has got to be the best group in the league. I would agree with that. Yeah. But then after that, he faces Breeze, takes him down. He faces Rodgers. He takes him down, and now he's got Mahomes. Like, yep. name, name three other quarterbacks that could make a better story, right? I mean, you could throw Russell Wilson in there. You could if probably you throw want, Eli like, in there in two thousand seven and two thousand twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't need to bring but that up. Historically, I mean, you're I mean, facing Breeze and Rodgers, who are this year. But other, I mean, Watson's team is terrible. But right. Probably. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. you got the you got the essential. It's hard to in find the a NFC, better, right? You're not going to face quarterback gauntlet to go through, right? right especially right. in the NFC. And I know that Breeze wasn't Breeze wasn't Breeze this right. year. He hasn't been Breeze for no, a couple he, of years. He, he reminds me, me a lot of, of uh, Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like Super Bowl Fifty, Peyton Manning. It was like, oh god, this guy is just awful. Thank God for that defense. Yeah, yeah. right. Peyton was like, I can diagnose the defense, know exactly where to put it. And I can get a couple balls where they need to go. Breeze is like, if it's under eight yards, I can get it there every time. But other than that, I'm probably not going to throw it. Yeah, because he was always going to get six yards every pass. If it was over six yards, he was not hey, it was, to His odds were not looking good in his favor. When Sean Murphy Bunting shut down Slant Boy. Which is pretty the wild. Slant King. Which is pretty wild because if you look at the beginning of the season and you look at what a lot of commentators and analysts were saying is, they were criticizing Tom Brady and his deep ball presence, right? Mm-hmm. They, you brought up that early stat in the first six games where he missed like 20 passes in a row over 15 or 20 yards, mm-hmm. right? And uh, people were like, well, maybe this is the end of Tom Brady. Maybe that deep presence isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he has obviously answered those critics. He's, yeah. other than maybe Mahomes, the best deep ball passer. Mahomes Wilson would probably be the top two. I mean, what about Josh Allen? I just mean statistically yeah, right. this year. Yeah. I mean, he's, obviously, he's I would been take top, uh, deep ball passer. I did notice, like during that, uh, it was either the Saints or the Packers game. He kept throwing the ball deep a lot, a lot, and it kept yeah. it, it would either work or he would throw an interception. I mean, it was, but but when he's throwing those interceptions, it works like a punt on third and long anyway. Yes, which was yes. amazing. Like yes. it, it tanked his quarterback rating, but who, he doesn't give it crap about that. He, no, know? he doesn't. He's he's about winning, and he knows his defense good enough to bail him out. Where right. And this kind of goes back make to that mistakes. conversation we were having about Jameis Winston, right? Jameis Winston, you know, I said, well, Jameis Winston is angry, but Jameis Winston was throwing bad picks. Yeah. yeah. Tom Brady doesn't... I'm going to generalize here, okay? I know Tom Brady has thrown bad picks, okay? Oh, he's thrown absolutely. pick sixes, okay? But Tom Brady 
for the most part, does not throw bad picks. Like when he right. threw those picks, it, like yeah, they were deep, but they right. also changed the field. There was a position, a uh, field position game going on there. There are high calculated interceptions. Yeah, right. Like either Mike Evans going to catch this for fifty yards, or they're going to get the ball on their own ten yard line. Look at that pass that he completed to Chris Godwin against the Packers. Right. Yeah. It was uh, at the end of the half. Oh, you oh yeah, right at Scotty the end Miller? of the half. No, 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 Scotty no, Miller. no, Scotty. No, I'm definitely talking about no the uh, one that Chris set up Godwin the Scotty right Miller the pass though. The one that set up the Scotty Miller pass. Went for like 35 yards, I think, right up the middle of the field. Yep. And Chris oh. Godwin had been dropping the ball all game. Yeah, so he passed right before that. Right. Yep. Yep. He dropped the pass on second down. Yep. And then and caught a bomb for yep. third down. Yep. yep. And then right after that, Scotty Miller ran like a tiny wheel route straight up and the that field. And was, that was right when time expired, right? It was right before the half, yeah. right? Right. Okay. Close, yeah. Yeah, I think we're expired. talking about two different drives. I think we are, but. Because the Scotty be. Miller play came right at the interception. Right. the interception off Rodgers. And then he threw one bomb. he threw a bomb. Right. Chris Godwin won. It definitely set up a touchdown. I think it set up the Cameron Bright touchdown. Yeah, it was earlier in the second quarter. If I'm thinking, if, yeah. if I'm remembering correctly, I'll have. To. But I mean, maybe we can watch the game again. We'll see. Yeah, do some. I'm do always down to watch do some game, game breakdown. How much stock are you guys putting into the regular season meeting that the Buccaneers had with the Chiefs in what was that week? Three? I can't remember. What did they week, lose? I they lost by a field six. goal, right? Week, week six. That was, no. that was the game when Tyreek Hill had like 266 yes. yards. Yes, yeah. it was. He had he had like 200 yards going into halftime. Yeah, yeah. He, I remember Tony Romo's like he's on pace for 1250 yards this game. Right. It was like <laughs> it was like watching someone play Madden. Like yeah. I, there was, was a Madden couple sense. times where Tyreek Hill caught a pass, and I looked over to my buddy, and I'm like, "Dude, I've, I've run that play. I run. That's a staple for Madden for me, yeah. right? Like." I feel like I'm watching the, a video the game. The staple for Madden is getting Tyreek Hill, who's a 99 inch beat, yeah. and letting him run straight at the defense. Yes. yes. And then using Patrick Mahomes to chuck it into the end zone. Yes. That's I'm gonna, Madden. I'm going to go on a limb and say he's not going to have 266 yards. Yeah. yeah. No. No. I mean, so. the, are you making any profits for the wide receivers? Like, um, I think Tyreek Hill right now is. Like over under at eighty seven and a half yards. Are you taking the under on that then? Like you... I, I would probably take the under. Will you? Yeah, yeah, I think I would. Just because with two weeks to prepare, I mean, Todd Bowles is a good defensive coach. I agree. I'm willing to say I'm not going to let Tyreek Hill beat me. If you know Hardman can beat me, that's we'll live with that. But Tyreek Hill and Kelsey are not going to ruin this game. I feel like you have to pick one. If you're if you're picking the under on Belichick has picked both multiple times. I mean yeah. we're, but we're not but, but here's the thing though he's not facing Belichick. Travis Travis Kelsey is going up against, you know, like Levante David and Devin, Devin White. White. Yeah. Those guys are fast. They are. And they will cover him. Yep. I promise you. But if I had to pick, I'm taking away Tyreek Hill every time. I would take away Tyreek. You yeah. take down the uh, you take away the speed. I mean Tyre yeah. Travis Kelsey will kill you over time, but Tyreek Hill can change a game in two plays. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. But, I mean, it's crazy because, you know, it used to be you wanted a guy that could take the top off the defense, a guy that could catch, like a Welker, Edelman, short, intermediate routes, Mm -hmm. and you wanted a mismatch at tight end. But Hardman, Robinson, Tyreek Hill, they do all of that. I mean, it's just hard with that that much speed on both sides of the field, and Tyreek, or Tyreek, Travis Kelsey's probably the best route running tight end of all time. Yeah. I mean, how do you stop that? I, and then you got a guy that can make any throw on the field at any time. So right. the way that you stop that, my thinking is you have to, it's going to be that front line, mm-hmm. like, right? And it's going to be JPP. It's going to be Nadamik and Sue. Uh, I don't know who's on the other end now. 
that I'm talking up this defensive line. But that's how you're going to do it, right? I know that Patrick Mahomes is great under pressure, right? But so was Tom Brady in 2007, right? Like Tom yeah. Brady, he, he thrived under that stuff. But the Giants still got pressure to him, right? Yeah. And I think if you hit Mahomes, he still got that concussion, right? And he also had that toe injury. I think if you... He also got choke slammed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, that was weird, that whole sure. situation. He didn't get a concussion. He got his nerve pressed and got knocked out. It's like, I think he probably got a concussion. Him getting up, that was, like, that was wobbles. You knew he was not coming back, right? Like, if he comes back, someone's getting fined, yeah. right? Because yeah. that was, yeah. that was, and the thing yeah. is, like, I I watched that a couple times and I still don't understand quite what understand how he hit his head that hard, right? He face planted pretty hard. I mean. He, fa- he did face plant. You usually get that whiplash, right? right. Like that. Yeah. Whoosh, right? And right. like. The biggest thing to come out of that play is Chad freaking Henny, though. Dude. How in the hell do the Browns let Henny Chad Henny run happen. for 18 yards? Dude, how? What are you how? doing? What are you doing? 13. 13. 13. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Whatever. You get the point. He didn't the quite no. get the first down, but he's like running, and I'm like, tackle him. He, this dude is ancient. And he, he ran was, out into the open field, and I'm like, he's going to get there. Right. There is no one there. Right. He's got. I don't know how the Browns let that game go. I really don't. Because I mean, the Browns. My Ugh. opinion, it was Andy Reid because they got Chad Henney coming in. And he's like, what does Henney do well? He, well, all day in practice, he runs scout team. They run two-minute drill. So they're saying, let's go no, tempo the entire time. Henney's comfortable with these plays. Right. And I mean, Henney looked comfortable. It looked like he was running scout team offense. So to kind of get away from the Super Bowl a little bit, just because I want to ask you guys this, how much do you think um, Andy Reid's presence there hurt Eric Bieniemy? Did I say it? Yeah. Nah, Nah, no quarter. How how much do you think that hurt Eric Bieniemy's chances at getting a head coach position? All seven spots are filled, and I was quite surprised that Eric Bieniemy didn't didn't get a spot. This isn't even a hot take anymore. Eric Bieniemy is an offensive genius. Like if you watch his play calling, he's good. He's great. It's not a hot take to say that he's black. I and he's not a head coach because he's black. That's fair. I because I, here's the thing: if he doesn't work out and they have to fire him, now they're a racist organization. Yeah. How many how many black coaches are there? Is it just it's Mike just Tomlin? Mike Tomlin. Because yeah. no, yeah. uh, Anthony Lynn, Lynn got fired. Yeah. Yep. And so now the Chargers are racist, and that's it. Well, I mean, I haven't heard that. There's Anthony Lynn had it doesn't so many often, but. game mismanagements at the end of the game. Right. That, like, Didn't yeah. Anthony Lynn just get picked up by somebody? The Lions. The Lions. Oh, the offensive Lions coordinator. Yep. Hopefully I think he'll he be a good run, fit there. Hopefully, he doesn't call for a quarterback sneak when everyone's pass protecting. So, so, go ahead. Sorry. Here's the thing, though, about black coaches during championship week. There were a lot of black coordinators. Yeah. Right. That were that were out there. And that was awesome to see. And so, yeah, I mean, you had Eric Bieniemy, You had uh, Todd Bowles and uh, Byron Leftwich, which honestly I'm still amazed by. Right. I, I love Byron Leftwich being out there. Yeah. Um, and I think that's amazing. Um, it's just the fact of making them a head coach is the jump that. I mean, to go back, you talked about Andy Reid. How mm-hmm. much is that affecting it? It didn't really affect Matt Nagy and Doug Peterson. That's I mean, true. They seem to get jobs right away. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. 
So but maybe they've worked at Matt Nagy has really worked out. Doug Peterson. I mean, he won a Super Bowl. Doug Peterson year. did win a Super Bowl. His, I think, was more ego, where he wanted all the control with the Eagles, and they didn't want to give it to him. The Bill O'Brien effect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Now, the Texans situation right now, they have the old Patriots, Chaplin, running the whole team. Not Chaplin. No, he was the Patriots Chaplin. Jack Easterby. He was like their prayer guy. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yep. Okay. he comes over, and they bring in this firm to do like a $100,000 investigation to figure out who the next GM should be. They yeah. do this investigation, they come out with this big guy, and Easterby goes, no, I want Nick Cazario from the Patriots. <laughs> a guy that he's been going after for four years? Yeah, and it's like, right? Right. how how are you letting this Patriots chat, like, his job with the Patriots was, he led, like, prayers, and he was, like, their relationship guy. He's a therapist, kind of. Yeah, right. And now he, he, the entire he probably said, I've spoken to God, and they said, Pick him, or or or, and then they're like, "Well, we can't go against that." Right or now. ownership is putting that much emphasis on trying to keep Deshaun Watson, right? You yeah. bring in a relationship I, guy like yeah, that, yeah. But Deshaun Watson think, didn't even want him. I don't think either yeah, one. Of, yeah, there, well, he wasn't asked. Not we don't know that he didn't want him, that, but he wasn't who did, asked. Right? Who did he want for his the coach? Enemy. He did. He mm-hmm. did. Yeah, he wanted. Be, he wanted well, to be enemy. Well, he wanted Salah first, and then he wanted to be enemy. Where did Salah go? Jets. Yeah. Jets. But the fact Which that, is good good to see him as a Jet. The, ba- the fact that Easterby has been there for two years and Deshaun Watson's still like, I don't trust this organization at all, it might be because they have a pastor running their entire football operations. Yeah. And you don't, you can't really tell a star player after you trade your whole future to protect him, hey, we want you part of the process and then not include him in the process right. whatsoever. Right. You're alienated a star I, player for I no think reason. once they get rid of D-Hop, that was the sign that he should have been thinking, all right, I think I should probably look for a new organization to be at. Anytime, well, anytime you trade DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson, you should just quit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you failed that bad. A running back in 2020. Like, yeah. What are you doing? I don't, I don't. Yeah, that was, that was a bad trade. That, that was, was, that was no excuse bad. It was for awful. that trade, really. Speaking of yep. trades, should we talk about Stafford? Oh, we can if you'd like. And then we'll come back to the Super Bowl before the pod's over. That works. Sure. That's fine with me. I love that trade. I don't know how you guys feel, but I loved that trade. I think both sides got exactly what they needed. Yeah. 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 The Rams don't care about first round picks. And they got a quarterback that's ready to win. So the only problem for the Rams is they don't care about first round picks, but the guy that has been able to help them survive without those first round picks is now our GM. Brad Holmes was instrumental in the success that the Rams had in finding talent in those mid rounds. Mm -hmm. And now that he's gone, I'm actually really excited for that last first round pick we're going to get from the Rams. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once Stafford is done, right, their caps, their cap situation in not St. Louis in Los Angeles is, is uh, I can't find a good adjective. It's, Terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible, right? It's unmanageable. How like, bad you is have, it? And I'll give you one that's worse. Okay. They have $140 million right now committed to six players. Okay. How much is that negative against the cap? Uh, you have Todd Gurley and you had Jared Goff. So I think 40 they're negative $40 million? I think. The Saints are negative $99 That's, million oh, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Saints are absolutely... Anyway, they, go ahead. Totally you can do, I can do better. But I think that that uh, that last pick, I think the 2023 first round pick is the last one we get from the Rams. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I don't know. Like, 
Stafford's going to be great in that system. He's got a great cast, right? You've got a good offensive line. You've got Cam Akers, who really came into his own at the end of the year. Uh, and you got two wide receivers. you got yeah. Robert Woods and you got Cooper Cup. And then yeah. in otherworldly defense, yeah. that team's going to be great next year yeah. and possibly 2022 as well, right? right? Um, Stafford has two to, years left on his contract. Right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. One injury to Stafford, though. Wofford. Wofford. Oof. Unless he gets killed in a game, too. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> he might have so to retire. I don't know yet. I like it for the Lions, too, because I think Goff is a guy. He's not high maintenance. Like He's pretty mentally tough. I think he's fine just I, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be able to develop anyone to bring in without much of an Because he's good enough to develop young talent on offense. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but like a change of scenery could be great for yeah. him. I, uh, I, I, I view, he's an excellent change of senior candidate. Right. For sure. I view him uh, the same way that I view Carson Wentz. Okay. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz went into this year before the draft as a top 15, some would argue a top 10 quarterback, uh, maybe even elite. Right. And then they draft to Jalen Hurts and his competence just tanked. And I think that had a lot to do with his performance. Yes, they had injuries. On the offensive line. Yes, he didn't have a whole lot of weapons to work with uh, had, outside the hash no lines. weapons. They, right. they didn't have any wide receivers. Right. Miles they didn't, even have, the first eight they didn't even have Nelson Aguilar. Right. They but had Boston Scott. They had Greg Warren Jr. That's true. Yeah. Former yeah. quarterback. And uh, yeah. who, who else? Uh, who was that? Fulgham. Travis Fulgham. Fulgham. Travis yes, Fulgham. I had him on a bunch of my, on my fantasy yeah. teams. And Boston Scott. Boston Scott won somebody a championship this year. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but like. They drafted Jalen Hurts, and his confidence just catered, right? And he was no good this year. And I think the same thing happened with Jared Goff. Like, he had a mediocre year in 2019 where he threw about – you should look this up – about as many touchdowns as he did interceptions. Uh, And then he did the same this past year. And you could feel the change, even not being in that organization, that McVay was just unhappy with him, it seemed like. And for a young kid who's only 26 – I, I don't think right. that was good chemistry. I think him coming to a situation where there's no pressure. This is my thing on Jared Goff. Is he him and him and McVay get along because they're both a very smart football guy. Yeah, and Mick Ed Goff knows exactly what he's supposed to do. He's not talented enough. But no, he, I disagree. I, I disagree. don't know if no, I, I think he's got talent. I think he's a little bit slow processing, and at least through lack of confidence, so his throws are always a step off. Yeah, he's just not confident. Like he watched the Super Bowl, Belichick. Best defensive game plan I've seen in a long time. He's like, we're just going to wait till you can't talk to McVay in your headset the last 15 seconds and change everything. Yes. And then when they did play action, when Goff was looking to hand it off to the running back, they changed everything on defense too. So when he turned around, completely different look. Yes. I, I think McVay is just such a good like mind that he kind of hinders his quarterbacks because he's just telling them what they need to be seeing. And there's not and actual learning no or development. Right. right? So if you tell me the answers to the test, I'm not going to need to learn it myself. Right. That's that's a really good perspective. I think that's kind of what – if you used to – with Dan Campbell, I don't see him being a quarterback savant. So if you can actually learn from Anthony Wynn and learn more how to play the position, I think you'd be all right. We just hired uh, a quarterback's coach, and I can't remember who now. It's not Farkas, is it? Oh, no, okay. but we hired – the thing is, he. the only reason that he might struggle – Sorry. I hit the wrong key. Oh, with dancing. Okay, that's cool. No, this is great. This is great. I'm getting it. It's I'm feeling it. <laughs> Wait for it. Here it comes. 
So thank word from our sponsors, uh, Tony's House, right? And Voodoo Ranger. Right. Thanks for that. Appreciate that. That hockey team, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the Voyagers. My bad. Keep the only in. thing that might hinder Jared Goff's, the way that we're talking about Jared Goff, he has the talent, right? But mm. the only thing that might hinder him in Detroit is that if you look at our hires, our offensive coordinator is now Anthony Lynn, who's a running back guy. We just hired Deuce Staley to be a running back coach. Everything, all the emphasis in Detroit right now is centered around our best offensive player, who is DeAndre Swift, right? right? So I am curious who that quarterback coach is. I know you could we, argue Galladay if you bring him back. Yeah. They're going to franchise If him. he's healthy. Galladay, if he's I know it's from fantasy, played like three games last year. Yeah. He was out almost every I don't every even game. know if it was three games. It was one? He played one no, game? No, no, no. I'm not saying oh, it. Okay. Oh. The Lions hired the great... Mark Bruno. Mark, that's what it was. Mark oh, Bruno. No. Mark Bruno. That's Bruno. He's the man. That's Why not? I like. I love Mark Bruno. I, I when, thought he was fun in Jacksonville. When Madden first came out with like the little icons about what this player is best at, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Thing. He had the little cannonball. The little, cannon, <laughs> the little cannonball next to his name. Yeah. And I was like, what does that mean? And it's like, Bye. this guy has a cannon arm. And I looked, he's like 96 and show strength. And I'm like, this is the greatest quarterback in the league. I put him on my franchise team. And we lost every game. <laughs> but <laughs> at just, least he has a cannon. They also brought in Deuce Staley as running back yes, coach. Yes, that staff is loaded. Yeah, I mean, look at that. A, a lot, a lot of people, myself included, when Dan Campbell was first hired, I was underwhelmed. I was like, Dan Campbell, what are we doing here? That does not yeah. seem smart to me. Yeah. But then when you look at what they surrounded him with, they're not asking him to be Bill Belichick or right. Sean McVay or Sean Payton. They're asking him to be exactly what he was in that press conference, which is uh, a a player's coach, yes. right? That's, they brought him in because he's a former player. To he's fire the them players. up. Right. Like, we'll surround you with guys that can coach. Right. We need you to get people motivated and connect the players on a personal level. Yeah, and I know he's and a that was main... the biggest thing about Matt Patricia, too, is that he, in, right off the bat, did not get along with That's his why Stafford didn't want to go to New England. Right. Yeah. Patricia was such a douchebag. Right. And Patricia went back to New England. So he's like, yep, fuck them. You and can see. let's be honest, there's no reason Stafford would want to go to. Yeah, nice job. There's no reason Stafford would want to go to New England. What weapons do they have? Jacoby that was my bad. first assumption, too. Was like, And then, it, like, after thinking about it. Like, obviously, it was probably the Patricia thing. But, like, right. if I'm Matthew Stafford and I know what my market is. You got Sony Michelle. I don't want to go to New England let me, so that I can go throw to the a ball washed up Edelman. year old Julian Edelman who just broke his ankle. Jacoby Myers is pretty good. But Nikhil Harris. Jacoby? Yeah, Jacoby Myers is pretty good. Nikhil Harris trash. I didn't trash. hear the Jacoby part. I just no. heard you say. Yeah, Jacoby Myers. I was going to give you the. No, but <laughs> I think you could have maybe convinced Stafford if we got serious. You could have been like, we have $60 million in cap. We'll bring in a couple weapons. We'll draft a couple tight ends. But I mean, obviously, if Patricia's there, he's like. No, I'm not doing that. Right. I've done three years of that, and I've kind of ruined my prime. So. Yeah, what is, he's just an assistant coach, right? He's not even like... He's basically like just there to teach football. Like right. He's not like a coordinator, not a position coach. Well, Do you think he ends up getting another shot somewhere? Special, not as a head coach. You don't think so? If you no. can't relate to players in today's NFL, I don't see how you can... It's they were calling him a rocket scientist for a reason. It's because yeah. rocket scientists can't really relate to people. There's just all about... The worst. He's smart as hell. Yeah, he's smart as hell. He just can't relate to anyone. And if you look at their defense before and after he left, it was better before. It was better after he left. I agree. So it's like, how much of that's just Belichick still being there controlling the defense? Sure. 
Right. And also, like, you had an elite players in 2021. Like, Belichick works because he has the rings to back it up. Like, you go there knowing they have a pedigree and their Patriot way works. Yeah, you have to follow Patricia the Patriot has way no or pedigree. But he acted like he did. Right, that's right. Is, I, I imagine as a player, that would be infuriating. You yeah. have to build credit in an organization. You can't go in there acting like you're hot shit. Right. And, I, and honestly, I think that might be a lot of the reason why they pluck these Patriots guys and they don't work. Like, Bill O'Brien worked really well in college at Penn State. He was even only there for one year. Yeah. In Houston, he was there he for was one really year, great. and then he bounced. Yeah, and then he went to he went back to the NFL, and he wasn't good again. And I, it's got, hard it's I'm hard to get he, guys to buy into something they haven't experienced before. That's but, fair. But I wouldn't say he did great in Penn State because he had Joe Paterno's team. That's true. It wasn't like he recruited half of them, but he recruited a few, and then Butchin went to right. Houston. It's one thing to recruit your own players, and it's another thing to get a set of players that were brought in on one system to buy into your system yeah, and start playing for you. I would still argue that Bill O'Brien was a good coach. I think mm. stuff started to go downhill in Houston when he became a GM and he, I think the ego got, I can see that. Way. I can see that. I think once he got control of player personnel, I think oh, it was, man, it was done. Have you see his butt chin? The guy is a jackass. His butt chin. Oh, yeah, right. You know, right. you've seen you Bill O'Brien. You know, he's, a, a, you know he's a jackass with the butt chin. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We gotta do our love to see it. Hate to see it. And we still got Mount Rushmore and our power rankings. And we gotta cover the Super Bowl predictions. True. Oh, yeah. So let's do our uh, Mount Rushmore of things that make you cringe. So we'll start with uh, you, producer. ESPN. ESPN makes you cringe. ESPN does make me cringe now. It's just a LeBron infomercial nowadays. It, I grew up loving ESPN. Yeah, they get rid of like all the journalists, and now they're just yeah. Like, yeah, like, I, I mean, would like, wake all up. of them are at um, what Fox Sports now? Yep. Or, or, the, F- or, F- the, F- or the Athletic. Yeah, or the Athletic. Or, the athletic. or, or they've gotten their own thing. I remember yeah. in 1998, uh, you had the home run race, right? And I would wake up every morning before school. I would wake up at like legitimately 5 o'clock. So that I could check the the next hour of ESPN, and I would sit in the living room and I would watch because I wanted to see the home run race, right? Mm-hmm. But eventually, I fell in love with all sports because ESPN was just so good. Stuart Scott was incredible, du- right? Stuart Scott was my favorite. Yes, love that guy, right? And I fell in love with ESPN and their coverage, right? And once uh, I even liked going into it, right? I liked part of the interruption, but part of the interruption I now realize was the catalyst for their downfall. Because now, all it is is just screaming and yelling at each yeah. other and really well, shallow Yeah, they started journalism. with pardon the interruption, and then they moved to Around the Horn. Around the Horn, yep. And then they moved to uh, First Take. Yep. Where Stephen A. Smith became a superstar for yelling at people. Yep. And then, Leviton Bayless was, was different. in there yet, too. Yeah. Leviton show was very different. Yep. Then they tried to all-star being different, and then ESPN's like, no, we need to go back to yelling about sports. Yep. And now, and now, it's now all we Max Kellerman. Cool. It's twelve to twelve yelling at each other in Max Kellerman. Yeah. Although, yeah, I was listening to Max Kellerman the other day. Although, Why would you listen to him if they have any hope? I mean, they brought back Mike Greening, which I thought was a positive move. But then also, they just need to give more power to Mina Kynes, and not just because she's beautiful, yes. but because she is a, yes. she is really smart. Yeah, 
Nina Kimes, Kimes Orlovsky's good too. He breaks yeah. down the game. Uh, Kate, Katie yep. Nolan's also good too. I have a really hard time with Orlovsky. You like Orlovsky? I have a really hard time with Orlovsky. Every time I look at him, I'm like, you ran out of an end zone. Oh, don't be that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's you're like, absolutely he's right critiquing though. Critiquing all these quarterbacks, and I'm like, you're a, you are the idiot that ran out of the end zone. I, I, I can't take you seriously. You are I really forgot, smart. I, hold sure. on, hold I forgot on, about that on. though. Yeah, coaches critique without being able to do it all the time. Yeah, Milwaukee's well, a better coach than he was quarterback. Belichick is critiquing Where? quarterback right now, and he was you a can. lacrosse player. I think he would be a better coach than he was a quarterback. Oh, he but would he's better be. at teaching and critiquing. Oh, okay. I thought you said he was, because I no. don't remember him coaching anyway, right? He was a Not yet. quarterback coach, coach for Indianapolis, was he? Was he? I don't know. He might I mean, have basically. I'm probably wrong. When he, yeah, was, I mean, when when he, when he was hurt. Yeah, yeah. right. Sorry. He was anyway, a so. quarterback on the, on the roster. <laughs> He's a good locker room guy. You want him in the quarterback room. Absolutely. So ESPN, I didn't mean to derail you, buddy. No. <laughs> no current current ESPN does suck, though. Sean. Things that make me cringe. Radio commercials. Oh, my gosh. We all we all only have to come up with one? No. 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 Oh, okay, good. I was like, man, I racked my brain coming up with four of these. <laughs> I'm going to feel dumb if I have to pick one. We'll go around the horn. Okay, cool. So uh, I did this a little bit differently, right? Uh because a lot of stuff makes me cringe, right? But I decided to take uh, actors, right, who make me cringe, but that I like, right? So at the very bottom, okay, number four is uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah. I Will Ferrell that. makes me cringe, but it's pretty funny. It's because he's literally 60 years old and acting like a man-child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that all started with Anchorman, right? Like, yeah. Anchorman yeah. is the definition of a, of once a cringe you, Once movie, you watch right? him in some of his movies and you start thinking, like, the gray hairs are creeping in on him, and I'm like... <laughs> Why are you still acting like this? <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> You're going to be in a wheelchair soon. So I got a twofer. I'm going to go with uh, first one is nails on a chalkboard. That makes me cringe every single time. Yeah. How many times Who do you Who does that? that? Uh, I have a chalkboard there and Alex will do it if I'm pissing her off for some reason. Oh, so it's, it's like a twice daily thing. Why are you doing this? <laughs> twice daily thing. <laughs> I was like, how often right. do you hear that? Because you hear that, right? You hear that. But, like, who also, like, okay, so you have a chalkboard there. That's great. How many other people do you know that have a chalkboard? Just like, the I, tutors. I can almost guarantee Just you the that I have, I have uh, a 10, an 8, and a 3-year-old, right? And I bet you every single one of them has not seen a chalkboard. Oh, God. We have chalk paint. <laughs> <laughs> we have chalk paint on the back of our... Uh, our door to the garage so that they can like draw on that and yeah. stuff. But like an, a legitimate chalkboard with legitimate chalk. Are you a hundred, Tony? Is what he's saying. Are you old? No, I have. It's liquid chalk. Uh, it's not. It's uh, not like the old fashioned. You chalk. can drink it. But you could still use regular chalk on it. Though. Yeah, you could. Mm. Can you, you drink could. it? I mean, I bet you could, but I wouldn't recommend. No, it would probably kill you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What doesn't yeah, kill you makes you stronger. I've heard. <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Let me eat the Marco chocolate real quick. Uh, my other one is toads. Your other one? Have you said one already? Yeah. They said he nails said on fingernails on the chalkboard. We just went out about it for 10 minutes. I thought that was... I'm sorry. No, no. His was Will Ferrell. I was fixing my audio, so I wasn't... So my other one is toads. I don't like toads. And That's every true. time I see them, they make Have me cringe. Is that one? the character your wife uses in Mario Kart? Yes. <laughs> Cheat code toad. Make me cringe, too. Yeah. 
Uh, have I ever licked one? No, I've never licked a toad. <laughs> You're missing out, dog. Is... <laughs> I'm not toad licking. That's an otherworldly. It was wild. <laughs> <laughs> was that a <laughs> at me or an oh, I'm <laughs> so oh, I have to live for the rest of your life, every moment on this life, knowing what you <laughs> get the hell off my stage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Okay, so uh, number two on the Mount Rushmore of cringy actors is Jim Carrey. Yeah. Jim Carrey. I'm going to be one of those guys that I never never liked Jim Carrey. I like Jim Carrey when he's a serious actor, but like Jim Carrey, a comedic Jim Carrey, I don't like him. You didn't like him as the Grinch? Nope. I hate the Grinch. You know Ace Ventura? Nope. Really? Sorry. Ace Ventura. That's a a hot take right there. Dumb and Dumber (laughs) is a bad movie. Dumb and Ventura's are legit though. Dumb, Dumb and Dumber, the second one they made. Dumb and Dumber, er, yeah. Dumber, Dumber, <laughs> hate it. I wish I could get that part of my life back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nah, you you were robbed of a couple hours. Sorry. Right. That's what um, I'm saying. Things that make me cringe: Kevin Hart commercials. Oh, that's kind of good. I they, they used to be good. Yeah, when Tony first showed me Kevin Hart back in the day on Netflix specials, I loved him. I thought he was hilarious. Yeah, and then. Quickly, well, he just does the same shtick yeah. every time. Does the same thing every time. Every commercial he is in, he's yelling, and I love the. There's actually the one, like the Capital One commercial. I think he's yelling at his neighbor, and his neighbor's like, "Kevin, I'm right here. Why are you yelling?" And he goes, "That's what I do." And I'm like, "You're right. At least all you of your jokes it. are funny because you're yelling." He's uh, uh, he's the black version of Dane Cook. Right? Like, oh, God. Dane Bring him Dane from Cook. the dead. Dane Cook. Man, Dane you know, Cook was visual... such a scourge. We could put that on the cringe, right? Someone put that on the cringe. Oh, visual, my God. Visual gif of the guy rising from the casket and put Dane Cook's <laughs> face Undertaker? <laughs> hey, here comes the Undertaker. Dane Cook. Russell, just you wait. He's going to make that. I promise you. Uh, Good. Yeah. <laughs> I probably won't. If I... Uh, if I didn't have this whole thing set up with actors, I would totally take whatever my second one was and be like, whenever anyone says Jeff, it's Giff. It's Giff. No, it's not. It's Giff. Look up the guy that made it. Oh, I know. He's wrong. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's not how it works. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just not how it works. You hate to see it, though. You hate to see it. Things that make me cringe. You hate Russell. to see it. <laughs> <laughs> There would be a long line. I'm quite sure. I like you more than beer. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Russell makes me cringe. Keep it in. <laughs> Things that make me cringe: my own voice. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. I had to do a video for work today, and my boss was like, "Here, watch it. Make sure you didn't make any mistakes." And I was like, "No, I'm not watching it." The biggest mistake was me recording the video. So I didn't listen to our first podcast, not because it didn't go the way that I didn't that I. Was expecting. We didn't release it. It it was never aired. No. Yeah, because it was bad audio because of (laughs) my phone, probably. It being on speakerphone. The whole speaker talking to the speaker just didn't work. Oh, well, uh, if it had been, I wouldn't have listened. And not because of the content or the way it went, but because I don't don't like listening to myself. Will you listen to this episode on one volume so we get the the listen? Oh, yeah, of course. Now that I know what the Yeah, now you got to tell Beard, too. Oh, yeah. I'm sure if I tell. uh, Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I called him. Cringe beard. Oh, beard. Oh. <laughs> beard Stevenson. No, I don't, want to, I don't want to start a rivalry. I don't know the guy. I don't want to start a rivalry. Nah, too bad. It's already on. Oh. IPAs. You want to put IPAs or beard? I have a twofer. 
Welcome yeah. around IPAs. You're going to put IPAs make you cringe? No, I was just joking. Oh. Keep beard on there. Okay. Keep beard on there. I love Doug. I don't. I only had the one interaction with yeah, him. We're done, dude. You and me. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to change my for real. Seriously. Things that make me cringe. Josh Allen running backwards for a 19-yard sack. Oh, oh. twice. <laughs> he did twice. it twice. Yes. Game. Yes. What are you doing? Like, Go him, down. Him and Russell Wilson did the same kind of thing, yeah. which it works a lot. But so, it's like, at some point, throw the ball away. Right. Dude, just yeah. get rid of it. Man, oh, that killed But there is a vast difference between Russell Wilson and Josh Allen, too. Russell Wilson is fast. Right. Uh, and Josh Allen is just big. Yeah, he's Josh a big Allen boy. Is, he's a big boy. Josh Allen is faster than me. He, he's when he gets he's up pretty fast for being that size. Right. But, like, oh, my. Dude, go down. Oh. I'm watching yeah. that game, and I'm like, I want the Chiefs to win because mm-hmm. I'm not a huge Josh Allen fan. I like watching him play, but he kept taking those 19-yard losses, and I'm like, you're going to lose the game because you're yeah. out of field goal range every single time. I've kind yeah. of become a Josh Allen fan, and it's Sean's fault. Like, I liked the Bills, right? Like, I was like, this, this team is better than people think. It was kind of like my hot take. And then Sean just dug his heels in, and now I'm a Josh Allen fan, I guess. So thanks for that. I just didn't like how he had such a strong arm last year, and he couldn't throw a D-ball. Yeah. Okay, but, but D-ball have worked well with that and Diggs. So come. here's the thing. Lamar Jackson won the MVP, but Josh Allen threw the D-ball just as well as Lamar Jackson did last year. If you look at his peripherals, if you look at the percentages that he had on long balls, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, same player. Same yeah, player. I'm not a huge Lamar Jackson passing fan either. So. I, I mean, <laughs> true. Yeah, I'm, Neither not, is I'm not most saying of, Lamar uh, Jackson is an elite passer, but uh, Lamar Jackson got a lot of love for his arm last year, and uh, I, I didn't see a difference. Josh Allen has been well, getting a lot of love Lamar for his Jackson, arm since high school. Lamar, yeah. Lamar Jackson is one of those guys where because he's such an athlete, those throws will be open down the field a lot. He's so fast. Like when you when you have to put that many guys in the box to keep you contained, you're going to be able to hit guys deep. That's their biggest issue. Is they don't have any good receivers. So what happened to Marquise Brown? Because Marquise Brown is fast, and I'm not saying that he's again not. He's been he's hurt though. Tier he's two. Been... He wasn't hurt this year. No, I don't think he's that great. You don't think so? He's just a speed guy. He, he's mm-hmm. not as good as his uh, cousin Antonio. You know who well, else was just a speed guy? Tyreek Hill, man. Yeah, but he, he has evolved. evolved. He sure. developed over time. Right. Tyreek Hill runs the actual route, though. So, right. Too. He's not. He's still not a very natural receiver. But he didn't when he first came out. I still right. think there's room to grow for Marquise Brown. I guess that's what I'm trying to but say. But you got to remember, it's a lot easier to develop in an offense that passes 45 times a game versus the Ravens who pass 20 times a game. Yeah. I mean, they don't want to run first, so it's hard to. De- when you're working on the running game in practice every day, and the passing is secondary. You're not going to develop as quick as a Tyreek Hill. I think his attitude might get him into trouble too. You never heard Tyreek Hill bitching about. Uh, you never heard Tyreek Hill complaining about not getting the ball. Right? He's happy to be in the league still. Right. 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 <laughs> That's a good point. He should be out of the league. He shouldn't have even been drafted if we're being honest. Right. But Marquise Brown, you know, he's got that attitude problem. He's Hollywood got that Brown, that uh, every. It seems like every wide receiver has like this ego complex, right? This just this diva complex. And Marquise Brown's got that in spades, it seems like. Yeah. I hope he does well. I hope every player does well. I don't really root against any player. But it's going to be hard. I think you got to also get another decent receiver on the other side of him. Yeah. Who is need from the Heights? Probably shouldn't be your best second-best receiver. Imagine if Kenny Galladay went there. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, that would be fun to watch. 
course, I think Kenny Galladay would be fun to watch anyway. I mean, is Hollywood Brown still their best receiver? Yeah. So, I mean, he's going to get probably doubled a lot of attention at least. Yeah. So, so that's probably part of it. Right, because you got – did you Andrews. mention Willie Sneed? Yeah, Willie Sneed. You had Willie like, Sneed there. He works out of slot a lot, does, though. Yep. So. I'm trying to think of who else was there. There's another guy there. There's Andrews, but he's tight end. Yeah. They have 15 tight ends. Oh, it's like Dubois, right? Yeah. Dubois. Marquis Dubois. They like the 300-pound fullback, too. Yep. Patrick Richard, is he the one in yep. Baltimore? Or is he Buffalo? It, is, it, that, is that – or is it Juice? No, is it, it, Juice it is Schmitt, Patrick Juice Richard in, in Baltimore. Um, the one from the Falcons went to Buffalo. And the one from Baltimore and the one from Baltimore went to San Francisco. Yushek. 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 Yes, San Francisco now. He's okay. San Francisco. Gotcha. So is that both of yours? You got one more cringe to give us? I think I don't think I'm off anymore. I mean, you gave us like eight. So are he, we just what are, what are his four? Why don't you? Why don't we do a he recap? He has two. Yeah, or he has three. Sorry, he has one more that he has to do, but not yet. Yeah. Right. Could I have one? You have one. Tony. Oh, we don't do like. Oh, he's gonna do two. No. You have two. He has two. Oh, I have two. I have two. You have two. Tony's going to no, do bang, two at the bang, same bang, time. Bang, bang, bang. I right. gotcha. I gotcha. My bad, guys. Snackman. Things that make me cringe. Um, a segment we've done a million times on this show having to be broken down once again because all of us forgot the rules. Oh, yeah. Way to be bad at your job, guys. Um, forgetting how to do Mount Rushmore. <laughs> True. It's <laughs> my first time. I'm a rookie. <laughs> Uh, third on my list. So we got Will Ferrell, we got uh, Jim Carrey, and then Ricky Gervais is my third. Have you seen him in The Office? So a lot of people don't realize that The Office was originally aired in England, right? And Ricky Gervais played the Michael Scott character, and he was so much more cringy than um, Steve Steve Carell. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Are you just mad because that speech he gave at the... No, I love that speech. I thought that speech was incredible at the Oscars, right? Ballsy. Dude. The South Park meme holding that wheelbarrow of nuts. That was him. That was him. Dude, he just went down there and he did not give a care in the world. Like, Which I I love. I don't care what side you're on. If you just go up there and speak your mind, whatever you want to say, I'm down with whatever you're going to say. Unless it's overtly... Racist or homophobic or offensive. Right, 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 right. Then yeah, I agree. So I got a twofer. Um, I'm See, this go is with- what keeps throwing me off, okay? We get to the ends. You guys both did this. I got a twofer, and it makes me think that we're doing a snake draft, right? Like, okay, I got this one, and then we I are. got this one, right? And yeah, it is a snake draft. It is a snake draft. So you are doing a two. And yeah. it's you. Yeah, and then you get the last one. But you didn't. I yeah, didn't he see. already he did ESPN, his own voice, and Josh Allen running backwards you for a loss. three. Man, you know how many snake drafts I've done in my in my I don't life? Know. A lot. <laughs> Apparently not Zero? enough. Like I've been doing snake drafts since I was four. So my number three, like I'm gonna take Russ's and uh, say Dane Cook. That was a good one, right? It, it's a very good one. Looking back on his comedy, I used to like Dane Cook, I too, but now do. I look back and Ooh, I go, cringe. "Oh my god, the BK Lounge." <laughs> yeah. That's cringe. <laughs> it's very cringe. <laughs> but I didn't say I think comedy is kind of like that because it gets so it, it, it goes quick. in phases. And it, and it ages out quick. Like comedy like Dave Chappelle would hardly survive today, which is how hard it is. But he is. Right, but I, like he's transformed a lot. He's not really doing the same thing. Like Gabriel stuff. Iglesias, I don't know how he's still going. Did you watch Dave Chappelle's most recent stand ups? Yeah, but what I'm saying is like 
if he was starting now, he'd be a lot different than he was I see 20 years ago. Okay, I gotcha. It's just like, it goes in like, what was okay 20 years ago, you ha- can't say right now. That's It's just so, it cycles so much. Unless you're Kevin Hart. I got a little defensive. I love Dave Chappelle. I'm sorry. Dave Chappelle is great. Dave Chappelle is my favorite comedian. I had to think about it for a second. second There's a lot of good ones, but I think Dave Chappelle might be number one. That'd be a good Mount Rushmore, by the way. I I agree with you 100%. I just think it'd be hard for guys like him to get the careers they got without like because of how yeah, Chappelle Show might not air. Right. right, Chappelle Show was pretty wild. It was, I mean, it was a lot of racial stuff in there, right? Yeah, a lot of um, what's that word? Um, when you're looking at races from a certain lens, I don't know, profiling. Yeah, profiling. There's a lot of profiling humor in that, and uh, yeah, you're right. Might not survive. Might not get off the ground. My last one is people who FaceTime in public. Like if oh, you're helping yeah. a customer or something and they're just FaceTiming the whole time, they're like, oh, well, say hello to the cashier. It's just like, how about no? <laughs> how about no? no Scotty, kidding. no. Yeah, that's terrible. That would drive me nuts. Yeah. Pe- sure. People that FaceTime in public, just stop. Sure. Or you talking don't need on to. speakerphone. Oh, yes. Talking that's on speakerphone is a good one too like, hell? i don't need to hear your conversation like it, 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 brings, right. it brings me back to do did your parents ever have um those nextel phones those yes. uh beep, beep. the pagers yeah, the, the yep. pagers yep. that'd be like hey, two ways two yeah. ways that's what it was called they're like walkie talkie cell yes. phones oh my gosh indestructible yes. phones yep. by the way Pick my one. parents had those what? until i was in like high school i'm pretty sure like we had those for so long it was an integral part of my dad's work but you could literally be at church or something, and then your butt, and then your dad could have a drunk buddy going, "Hey, we got fucking nuts last night," <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. you're like, "Shh, I'm in church. I'm in church." You pretty much had to turn your phone off. Yeah, you you, you basically someone... had to throw that phone outside, and no one's going to take it anyways. Those phones would also survive a nuclear explosion. Oh yeah, yeah they cockroaches would. and Nextel phones could yeah. not get destroyed. That's why no PS stacks so high right now. Bring back next tell, please. Thank you, Reddit. Uh. Okay, so uh, my number one cringeworthy actor at the top, David Cross. David Cross is so good at making you cringe and making it funny. Uh, Arrested Development is hilarious, and a show that I bet none of you guys have seen: uh, the increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret. Never heard of it. Watch that. If you guys like uh, Arrested Development or like that type of humor, uh, I would 100% suggest watching The Increasingly Poor Decisions of Todd Margaret. It is hilarious. David Cross, number one cringeworthy actor that I still enjoy watching. Sean. My number one pick, COVID-19 special. Seeing someone walk into my store without a mask on, dude, or or, or not over your nose, oh, or the or the chin diaper, yeah. Why? I, here's my thing. I know that, especially as a manager now, I have to I have to go and tell that person you need to put a mask on, right? I at least have to tell that person you have to put a mask on next time you come in. Yeah. I know. Number one, I know that if I don't kick them out, they don't care. Number two, I'm probably going to get yelled at. And number three, they might just ignore me anyway. They already know they're supposed to be wearing a mask. Right. They just don't want to. Right. right. So you telling them, like, 
hey, next time wear a mask. And you're like, right. Yeah. That whole culture, right. I just, I struggle with that. That culture of mask holes. <sighs> the mask holes is a perfect yeah. name for them, pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. It just and seems it, selfish to me. And like, and like the, the chin diaper crowd or like not wearing it over the nose. Like if I tell them like, hey, you need to wear the mask next time. They're like, oh, I'm wearing it. I'm no, wearing not. it around my chin. Your it's beard my... does not spread COVID. But you need I... to cover your mouth and your nose. That's the rule. And I'm like, ju- oh, where did it say that? And I'm like, literally everywhere. Literally. There anyway. Was a, there was a guy who went viral. He went into a Target and he wore the mask. How did he wear it? He wore it like on his forehead. Forehead, yeah. Yeah, you saw it on his forehead. People were like, you got to wear a mask. He's like, I am. And they're like, no. Like, you have to wear the mask correctly. And he's like, I am. And I just, like, boiling inside. So like, he was the one that shared it, thinking everyone was going to be pissed at the people yelling at him. And they're like, no, you're being an asshole. Wear yeah. You are yeah. a piece of shit. And you then, are an irredeemable jackass. Right. I'm slashing by the asshole. Yeah. And I love that about society these days, is that they're like, they don't immediately side with the customer on anything. Because they're like, why did you go into this place and cause the situation that you got yelled at for? Right. Right. You know? Like... Why did you go out of your way to make someone's job harder? To make their day miserable. You like, imagine, imagine the fallout of that person. Like, if that happens to me, right. like, the rest of my day. Right. Like, yeah, a- I need to mature and be like, right. get over that. But, like, right. I'm not. But, like, the 95% of the people are wearing the mask right now. Right. Like, I would I would say 95%. So, when you see someone's out of mask, I don't know how to compare it. It's like, you know, you walk around with your dick out or something like that. Whoa. But. But like you, then you then you see that person walk in without the mask. They walk around all of the people that are wearing the mask. And then they come up to your register and you're wearing a mask and they don't have it on. Right. And then you have to tell that person that they need to wear it next time. And they're just like, oh, this is stupid. This is bullshit. I don't know why I have to wear uh, it. The governor, the governor is brainwashing you, man. Yeah, they call you they call you sheep or they're like. And honestly, if you care that much about it, just tell me you have a breathing problem. From there on, legally, I cannot. Can't do a thing. Yeah. Or just I, wear, wear a sh- if it If it's that big of a deal to you, wear a shirt that says, I have a breathing problem. And just walk around with it. Like, if it's that big of a deal, just do it. The worst for me is when a guy told me he had a breathing issue, so he couldn't wear one. And the next day, he wore one. And the day after that, he didn't wear one. It's like, so you fucking can choose your battles. You're being yeah. a hypocrite. Yeah. I, I, I saw they, one man. He he goes, ah, oh, shit! I forgot my beard. Uh, his mask. And he had his beard. Yeah, I forgot about and beard he too. Flipped his, <laughs> he flipped his beard up over his nose and his mouth, and then put sunglasses on to hold his beard in place. And that was his mask. And I'm like, well, I I guess I can't yell at you, you know for what, creativity. Buddy, but twenty four hours steel reserve. <laughs> he, he actually bought a twenty four ounce of butt heavy. So <laughs> what's a power move? You can't um, be mad at him. I have one more. Yeah, you do. The office. Oh, Ricky <laughs> Gervais. That's great. That works. I just know he's talking about the, the American, American office. Yep, yep, yep. But if I had an honorable mention, I actually forgot it. That's unfortunate. Was <laughs> it me talking about football? Which is I thought was fitting, but oh, I know one that was an honorable mention. Booger was. An honorable mention of things that make you cringe. Oh, Booker McFarlane. Oh, Booker with oh, his breakdowns. Yeah. How would he even say like a breakdown? He'd pretty much say what he was saying, but repeating it. He basically said the obvious. He basically said exactly what was going on. Tom Brady drops back, cocks his time, throws the ball 30 yards to Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller catches the ball while falling down. 
Incredible play. <laughs> Back to you. Great. Thank you, Booger. Back to you. Oh, yeah, Booger, that was... <laughs> Thank you, right, right, yeah. Yeah, the Buccaneers won this game because they scored 24 points and the other team only scored 20. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. If they score more than the Bucks, they would have... The Bucks would have yeah. lost. So you Back see, to you in the booth. So you see, Colin, the key to football is if you score more points than the other team, you're going to win. You're usually going to win. Okay. You just, you just usually. Usually. <laughs> there was that one time right. in the 50s. I don't know what happened there. I wasn't alive. <laughs> the NFL wasn't even a thing yet. <laughs> one thing that does make me cringe is people that call Tom Brady like a product of a terrible AFC East, but they never talk about how bad the AFC West is for Mahomes. Oh, it's yeah. not like there's a bunch of juggernauts in the or AFC Or the AFC West. South. That's true. But I I was thinking about Mahomes, like he hasn't really had any competition in division. Yeah, because I mean, Derek Carr. Yeah. I mean, no, I would agree with that. I mean, you had Philip Rivers with the Chargers and the twilight of that of that team, right? Uh, with Keenan Allen, I guess. And they turned over with a good with defense, but yeah. Um, and also, like people talk about Tom Brady's success as a product of a bad AFC East, right? But like they forget that, like the Jets. Good for a hot minute, yeah. Yep. Right, like the Dolphins, had stretches of being the Dolphins were good. good. He's been there for so long, like yeah. Of course, a division is going to have a lull. Every right. division has a lull where the teams are bad. Except Buffalo was, was like nine- bad that whole time. I mean that. My thing is, it's hard to tell. It's like the chicken and the egg. Were they bad because the Patriots were so good, and so they're not winning, so they're changing coaches all the time, and it's a product of the Patriots just because I mean you're expecting to win divisions. And but, when you're hiring, I mean, that was the Browns. I mean, that's still almost only two year. losses a year. Yeah, but if you're not winning division over and over and over again, you can still make the wild card. Though. Yeah. I tell you what, Jim Caldwell got fired because he kept making the wild card. But if he kept on making the wild card, you know, or have at least won a playoff game, we keep him. That beats, was probably one of the biggest mistakes the Lions did. Nah, nope. you don't think so? Nope, nope. I will not. I I called for Jim Caldwell to get fired. I will not backtrack on that. I felt confident that I thought that we could take the next step. And when ownership said that's what we want to do, I was ecstatic. And just because we made the wrong call, we. Just because the Fords made the wrong call in hiring Patricia, uh, doesn't mean that it was the wrong call to make, right? If we had hired... Someone put a coach in there for me. Dan Quinn. Nah, Dan Quinn was still with Atlanta. Well, who's a good coach that's come out in the past, what, three years, right? Two and a half. Cliff Kingsbury. Kyle Shanahan was already. Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, Cliff Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur. There we go. They had that's, hired that's, Matt a great, LaFleur. that's a great example because I don't like Cliff Kingsbury. I don't think he's any good. What? Whoa. Strides last couple of years. What are you talking about? Really? You know, from the first pick, I'm a doorstep in the playoffs. Uh, I don't. I think they were that great so this year. They also game? they also swiped DeAndre Hopkins. But a four game improvement is nothing nowadays. I'm not saying that it's nothing, but I'm not saying that it's. I'm not saying that I like Cliff Kingsbury. It's not someone that I want. Is it King or Kling? Cliff, Cliff, Cliff King. Cliff King. Right. Okay. I've been King. saying right. I don't. I don't want him as my coach. Well, apparently you don't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. I mean, like. Outside of outside of is somewhat. Have you seen how attractive that man is? Oh yeah, I would hire Sean him. Sean is attractive too. I'm not saying I wouldn't about touch. That? I would, I'm not saying I wouldn't touch Cliff Kingsbury, but like, <laughs> listen, if you're the Cardinals and you know you're probably not going to be great, 
You go for the best one you got available. Oh, yeah. Sell tickets, baby. So the Lions were like, yeah, so we with we'll Matt go with Patricia. Patricia. What does that say about us? Oh, no. We want to want a guy that chews on the end of all of the erasers on the pencils. And the guy that has the pencil yeah. has a yeah. like laminated toy sheet. Like, you're not used yeah. to have pencil for anything. Right? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Why did you hire that guy? <laughs> but to get back, if the fortune hired LaFleur instead of Patricia... I you would have kicked a field goal at the end of the game down yeah, by eight, I think and you would have lost. I, <laughs> <laughs> Matt with field goal. Backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. Matt backtrack. with field goal. <laughs> that, that, that offense was good. Like, that team was good this year. That team, sh- honestly, was the yeah, favorite dude, for a reason. for right? it with Aaron Rodgers on the eight-yard line. <laughs> the field goal. I, I'm not – You also have, you hey, also have hey, Aaron Rodgers. Hey, you don't want to risk Devontae it. Adams and Aaron Jones. You don't want to risk it. But I mean, you could point to Pete Carroll, right, in the Super Bowl. But I would still totally take Pete Carroll as a as a coach. I would. I don't want anything to do with Pete Carroll. Why? Because he runs the ball sixty seven percent of the time with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Did he run it sixty seven percent of the time? Yeah, he runs it sixty percent of the time, and he wants to run it more next. He wants to run it more next year. I don't. Rem- I don't remember. They run the ball on first and second down every single drive. The ball that often. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it's a run first offense. That's fine. And did you say best quarterback in the. One of the best quarterbacks okay, in the NFL. One of the best. Okay, I'll give that to you. Um, I don't know. The offense still worked. I mean, how much can work more if you want Russ Cook? Oh. Should we do our. Uh... You hate to see it? You yeah. love to see it? Yeah. Snackman, do you have a you hate to see it or you love to see it? You hate to see James Harden playing basketball. I just I that should have been on my cringeworthy thing too. <laughs> James Harden playing defense. I so last night I was watching the game. I may or may not have had money on it. Anyways, James James Harden gets fouled with the air quotes and they have to go to they have to go to the review camera and rewatch the play over and over again close up to figure out if he was being fouled or not and I was like if you have to watch it that many times he's not being he's, fouled he's not getting fouled right <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I would agree so do you do both hate to see love to see you can do one at a time one, yeah, we're, we're doing the hate to see it first. I hate to see that I picked a hill to die on with Pete Carroll. I'm sorry. <laughs> that wasn't great. <laughs> I, don't, I, I wonder how much of the last 10, 15 minutes is going to get edited out. I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to die on that hill there. I was li- I'm listening and I'm like, is, is Russell really going to sit here and argue with him about Pete I, Carroll? It, it literally just... felt like cat and mouse because it was just like I, you kept toying with it a little bit. Yeah. I'm sorry, Kubi. No, I mean, I'm just glad we found out Russell wants to run the ball 80 times a game. With a top five quarterback and waste his career. I so mean, part of my problem is part of my problem is I've had to really get into this mindset because we've hired so many running back heavy coaches in Detroit. Our best player right now is DeAndre Swift. So I, I really have to get behind that right now. It's a bias that I have. You and take, I let it cloud my vision. You're taking DeAndre Swift over uh, Kenny Galladay? Is your best yeah, player? Yeah, yeah. If Galladay can't stay on the I'm, field, I mean, as a Lions as a Lions fan, I'm not actually super big on Galladay. Okay. Uh, there's a lot what of about, conversations about what about their Galladay tight end? Prolongs it's because he catches the ball and you want to run the ball. It's because <laughs> people, people want to put. Russ, hate, Russ hates passing the ball. 
you shouldn't be named Russ. Because I promise you, Russell Wilson wants to pass the ball. <laughs> People want to put Galladay in the top 10 conversation, and I, I can't stand that. Mm-hmm. I, he's, he's just not healthy enough. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's talented enough. I love Kenny Galladay. I'm a Lions guy, right? But I, he's not top 10. He's not, just not. Galladay, he doesn't create separation. He's one of the best at uh, contested catches in the league. I agree with that. He just can't get separation. He's just not a great route runner. He's not. Boy, uh, he doesn't have the speed to really get the separation he needs. Yes. Couldn't you say Hawkinson is the best offensive player on the team? You can make that argument, but if your best offensive player is a tight end, you're in trouble. <laughs> you might as well run the ball 35 times a year. <laughs> Look, this isn't the, the 2011 Patriots anymore, okay? <laughs> we're, we're all the good tight ends. Allegedly. Gosh, oh, allegedly. No. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Toner Boner? Toner Boner. <laughs> oh, I'm call you from now on. That's great. They came to me, Toner Boner. That's your name. Things you hate to see. Um, being the only one that you know that doesn't get the free $100 from FanDuel, but everybody else is. I also didn't get that $100 because I had already signed up for yeah. it. I had already signed up for a sports book, so I didn't get the, the 100 bucks from FanDuel. So I'm with you, Tony. Sorry. I guess that's uh, what it, I it hurts. I did get the $100, but now I can't get the uh, bet $5 and get $275 oh, on the no. winner of the Super Bowl. Oh, this one? That one. According to DVOA, the Seahawks were 16. So about right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Remember when right, around the, the right around the 12th, <laughs> I literally just gave you. Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> Top 20. Better than awful. Not the worst. Not, not good the enough best. to stop offenses when you're turning the ball over because you're running it 45 times a game. Anyway, who's up? Who, that would be you. I hate to see it. Yeah, you hate so to see it. Next time we I, should have this conversation, we're, we're not on a podcast. I hate I to see like a two-hour really, podcast because <laughs> me and Russ argue about I feel like we really offense. slowed it down there. We should probably just cut that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I say you should make really, that into a separate podcast of really you guys bickering. That was be, funny. This is going to be another one of those nights where Tony wants to go to bed, but he's got five guys standing in his driveway talking about football. <laughs> hey, I remember that night. That was great. One time that happened. That was awesome. That was the winter meeting. This it time. was. Yeah. February 19th, by the way. For everyone that's listening to this, <laughs> I don't think I'm crash our I got, I got this. You want to be in fantasy I got this, baseball? Russell, Russell is a lovely guy, but he he, he sends the most threatening sounding text. Oh, yeah. me? What he, did I say? He texts me and goes, it's time to get back into Discord. Let us know you're in it by replying something. So I literally just made a fun of something Tony said, and I was like, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, I thought he was going to say, he texted you, it's time to run the ball 75% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, we're now asking you to run the ball, even though you have I no ACLs. I am again asking you to give the ball to Chris Carson. All right, Sean, it's time to give $350 million to one batter. Mookie Betts? That's what? an entirely different subject. Oh, I missed it. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. It's, it's an entirely different joke. subject. Killed but it's like, a, it's, like, about it's like a number one thing about building a baseball <laughs> no. team. Like, you talking about baseball? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh shut down. Bummer. Maybe when, maybe when it gets closer to spring training. Reproducer, or am I going to get a, a sounder? No. Uh, <laughs> are we going to talk about baseball? No. Um, yeah, if there's news. Like, what do you want now, though? Oh, spring training is less than a month away. Chris Archer Pitchers just went pitchers. back to the Tampa Bay Rays on a one-year deal. I think it was worth like $6.5 I think. 
I'm totally bullshitting that number. I don't actually know. Give him a buck. I know it was one. Uh, <laughs> Felix Hernandez signs with the yeah, Baltimore uh, uh, Orioles. All right, Anything you uh, hate to see. Give whatever's going on right now. I hate to see. <laughs> what is it? I hate no. to. I hate to see Sean making Stop one bad it. joke about baseball and suddenly Russell takes it as an invitation to start a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do so uh, I did hate, right? So I got to do love this time or I got to yep. do hate you again? Love love to see it. It. Uh, I love to see – I don't – man. Oh, you go running for me, football? please? Because uh, I, I love to see running the football. I love to see that we hired Anthony Lynn and Deuce Staley and Dan Campbell, and we're going to run the ball probably 65% of the time, and that sounds good to me. Sounds like Because another, <laughs> another 10% of those are going to be screen yeah. passes. DeAndre Swift, he's going to be the next CMC, and we're basically running 70% of the time. That's yeah, what I want. How'd that work for the Panthers? Good old 7 and 9? Yeah, it's not his fault. See, before, they weren't great either. They yeah, were, you can't believe they the were trend pretty good. in uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Did they flash? <laughs> no, they didn't. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm totally when's, when's the last leading rusher to win the Super Bowl? You know? Emmett Smith, probably. <laughs> am, I, am I far off? Maybe Marshall Falk? No, you're probably right. That's bad for the brand, though. Bad for the running brand. I mean, yeah. That's fair. Derrick Henry, first round loss? No. And they win? I don't remember actually what happened to the Titans. Who did the Titans play? The Titans? They oh, they lost, lost in the to first the Ravens round. in the first round. Yep. Yeah. They lost to the Ravens. A uh, run-heavy team. Which that was... <laughs> run on run. Both, they were both run-heavy. That was... I couldn't lose that one. <laughs> what, ma- what matters is that the Ravens didn't off, didn't win the next game. They didn't either. If so. they would have ran the ball 15 more times, the Titans five would have won, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. They lost to the Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. The Ravens? No, they lost to yep. the Bills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who are past Got the Bills beat the Colts. So that they extra round of playoffs, or that extra team, that extra... Yeah, it was crazy. Don't forget crazy. the Bills passed the ball heavy this year. Yeah, they did. They were probably top five but in passing Don't forget, times. I drafted Devin Singletary. You drafted Devin Singletary? I drafted Devin Singletary because I'm like, they love to run the ball over there in Buffalo. And then they didn't run the ball. I was all about him last year, right? And he was one of those guys that I was... I didn't want any part of Devin yep. Singletary this year. Yeah, because well, was like, oh, we need to pass right. the ball and keep up with the Chiefs. He wasn't great that first year, and I thought, like, okay, he's a, a rookie coming yep. into a new yep. league. And then I'm coming into this year, I'm like, okay, Josh Allen is you hate middle of the road it. quarterback, and then they're just going to run the ball to make up for it. They don't run the ball. And when they do, there's. <laughs> and when they do run the ball, it's literally just like little chop passes yep. right. to Devin Singletary. Who not, doesn't have great hands? Or right up the middle, like Devin or right up the middle, like literally. Just. You know what's funny, Russ? You brought me to times earlier, and the Seahawks are like, Pete Carroll wants to run the ball more this year, and she's a huge Seahawks fan. She goes, "I hate this team so much sometimes." <laughs> <laughs> you love but, to see it. But to your point, okay, running the ball fifty-seven percent of the time, and then saying you want to run it more is a problem. Yeah, I'm not going to argue yeah. that. It, in that aspect, I would not want PKL to be my coach. If he wants to run a, a legitimate 60% of the time, that's wild. You have to play action first down. Play, uh, you got to mix it up. Like, I'm not against running the ball. I think you got to choose how often you do it and when you do it to keep the. Like, if you know they're, if they know you're going to run out of first and second down, it's not going to be that effective. Right. I agree. I think I think we got off to a bad start because I said that I want Pete Carroll to be my coach. Yeah. And you just automatically assumed that I want to run the ball in first and second down. And that's <laughs> not that? what I, I want also thought it I thought do. you wanted Otto Graham as your quarterback. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I hate to see it. No, you'll love to see it. EA Sports NCAA football oh, is one. back. So, are the players getting paid uh, for EA using their likeness this time, though? Pay so, the they said by the time that the game will be released, which will probably be in two to three years, um, all players will be getting paid. Oh, good. Then so, I can put that in my love. You're out of pay the player. You're a pay the players guy. I am. Let's go. Okay, <laughs> we agree. I thought we were going to argue no. score. I'm like, all right, cool. I even call, even if he's four out of three. Let me call my wife. I'm coming home tomorrow. <laughs> so, for the record, I want to pass the ball and pay the players. He's supposed to run the ball and play the play. <laughs> you're not, you're not forward giving like a running back a huge contract, though, are you? I'm not. Okay, I'm not. We can move I'm forward. I'm all about the rookie. I'm all about the rookie running back. Rookie I'm all about sale. taking the rookie running back in, even the first or second round, if you got to, because you get him on a pretty good deal. Yep. I'm not about paying him. Get safe for Barkley five I'm years cheap, and then yes, move on. I'm all for Frank Gore for life. That dude will get because that guy will. He can eternity. survive a nuclear war. Like, yep. uh, Death taxes and Frank Gore fall forward for three yards. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. That deal? Bad deal. Wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, he's got fatter, too. Not only is his personality bad, it's also just having a running back be your best player isn't going to win you championship. I agree. I agree with that. The only, I agree with that. The only argument, did, did you hear me? Yes. I, thank you. I agree with I that. I appreciate that. If you're gonna win a Super Bowl, your best player. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna just gonna train roll you here. No. The best player has to be your quarterback. Yes, thank you. Maybe yes. maybe a defensive you, player you can make that argument, but like it's got to be your quarterback. I and would say I would. I would have <laughs> paid, paid McCaffrey though because he's basically a receiver and running back. I would agree right. with that. So that's a little bit different. I would agree with that. Alvin Kamara is in the same conversation. So would right. you? Would you pay like Saquon whatever he wants? Nope. Uh, they don't pass the ball enough to the running backs and. The Giants. So, if somebody else wants to pay him and kind of restructure how they use him, maybe. The interesting question would be Derrick Henry. I'm not paying Derrick Henry. Because he hasn't gotten hurt. He's been... He had he had 2,100 yards rushing this year. Yeah, high 2,000s. Like, well, I think it was older than 21, but it was high like 2,008. He, he was... Like, it got to He's half, the first two cases since Chris Johnson, right? Set the, he had to set the single game record. He had needed to get like 150 yards in the second half, and I was like, "That's totally possible." Is there? Can I make a bet on that? Because I'll I'll totally put money on it. Why not? Right. So, is that a guy that you're paying? No. Just because one dude's a beast. I he's big. I've never really seen him break a tackle unless he has a head of steam. Yeah. Like you catch him in the hole without a head of steam, not that hard to bring him down. Completely different animal than if he's got a full head of steam. Okay, so you're counting the stiff arms. As having a full head. Yes, when he's running vertical, he's running laterally and stiff arming guys is different than like when he first gets the ball. If you break through, he's an average running back. But that you know, ninety-six yard, ninety-six yard run he had. I mean, he broke tackles at the line, if I'm not mistaken. I don't. I think Again, I'm nitpicking. I'm line. cherry picking. I'm taking one run. Yeah, but so like what I'm saying is the anomaly doesn't make the rule. But I he's say, also getting a, a head of steam because he's running straight forward towards the line of scrimmage. I didn't mean like I've never seen that. Obviously, it's happened. But I don't think obviously it's a freaking nature. Like, you can't argue that he's not catching up balls for me. To be honest with you, didn't you guys have like a didn't want to face or didn't want to screw with? Derek Henry's one of those. Yes, guys. I don't want to. I don't want to find him. I don't know what his receptions are, but his hands are—they're not great. Bricks on the basis of Derrick Henry. Give me a Derrick Henry and Sean Oakman destroyer drill. I don't know. Put it on ESPN. You know who Sean Oakman is? Holy hell! He's the Tony. Of the big Baylor football player. 
Oh, the against Michigan State. Yes. I believe so. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I know. And he you know, got like an ab okay. showing, and he's like, you know, all the mean birth, like the dad's like, hey, you can't have sex with my daughter until marriage. And hey, John you gotta, like, I'm gonna you do gotta it bring anyway. her back by this time. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So Derrick okay. Henry's been in the league for five years. Okay. Oh, put the over under. Give me an over under. Let me guess, because I know I'm gonna go under no matter what you put. You can say four and a half, and I'm going under. You talking about receptions? Yeah. Total? Yeah. Twenty-two. Five and a half. years, right? Twenty-two and a half. Oh, I'm still going under. Seventy-six. Oh, <laughs> I mean, but that's crazy. <laughs> I went under because it's a joke, right? But seventy-six over five years—that's that's, that's uh, fourteen a year. Yeah, and my point, like, he's a great running, like, physical running back. But the way I want to run my offense is twenty twenty-one. He's not going number one overall in yes. fantasy drafts because right. he doesn't catch the ball. And PPR, obviously. And when I want to run back, I want a Kamara, McCaffrey, guys that can. Like I said, I like passing. I think passing is more efficient. So if you get that running back, like you said, on the backfield, the measly screen passes that go for. I mean, Kamara took the one eighty yards versus. Yep. I don't know who was. He broke like fifteen tackles, but like, it's just easier to get him out on the edge in space than hand the ball off by more. Yeah. So, and he can't catch him out in space. I would find it really hard not to pay Derrick Henry. It goes against my philosophy. If you have to. Right. I. Yeah. I would agree with that. Especially, but it helps. To go back to another point that we had, right? It helps that you have Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Because you're not paying him Russell Wilson money. Right? Yeah, and he, you know he can complement a running offense. Like, right. He doesn't need to be the guy. Like Some quarterbacks right. can't handle that. Right. Like Baker Mayfield at some point is going to be like, I don't want to run the ball 30 times a game. I don't like to pass the ball more. You think so? He, that's just his attitude. Like for May- now, it's going to be fine. May- I don't. If he gets May- paid, he's going to want to be the guy. Baker wants the I know show that to be Baker about had him. A huge ego coming into yeah. the pros. I will give that to you. I, if I'm, I think the dude is somewhat maturing, which I'm giving credit for. Right. I know he's got the commercials, and a lot of people give him flack for that. Oh, but like his football career is definitely taken away from his acting career. Like I can act. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I, I, I don't know if I would agree with that. Nope. They're finding success with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. I mean, this would obviously be the the oh words oh, but here's the thing the, the narrative is that baker is doing just enough to win the games yeah he's filling in the gaps and at some point whether he is maturing or growing up whatever it is he is going to want to prove to people that he's not just a game manager do just enough to win the game kind of quarterback He's going to want to prove that he can be the guy and throw 35 touchdown passes every every year. I don't think it's people. I think it's GMs because yeah. he's going to want to get paid. And if his maturity, even if I say he's fine, just 25 touchdowns a year, you know, 12 interceptions, whatever, you're not going to be able to pay Kareem Hunt and Chubb. At some point, one of those guys going to be gone. The only he, reason you have Kareem Hunt is because he's a giant piece of shit. Yeah, because he beat the hell out of someone. Sorry. And if he couldn't play football very well, I'm he, sorry. No, I'm not no. sorry. You're and right, if he though. wasn't talented, he'd be out of the league. But he just happens to be really good. So. Right. But, I mean, maybe I'm wrong with – I just threw Baker out as an example. Like, I actually gave Baker – I think the best thing he did this year, he had a really good second half. But just swallowing his ego and being like, yeah, we need to do that to win, that's fine. Because hard for a number one pick to just be like, I might not be the best thing for the offense to win. Like, putting the team on my shoulder might not be the best thing to happen. Look at Jared Goff. Right. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, also, I found, to that point, 
Dude got better without OBJ. Yeah, 100%. They didn't try to... When they stopped, when they stopped trying to force the ball, when yeah. they stopped trying to pass the ball so much, they totally got better. And again, anomaly doesn't make the rule, okay? But... I The part... The reason why I don't like the run game so much, I think is it's just hard to maintain over a season nowadays running the ball that much. And I, it's just the game is so tailored to passing the ball. But with the Browns offense, you had to run the ball a ton. Yeah. I mean, Chubb, Kareem Hunt. So, like, to your point, situationally, like, it's not the same for every team. Like, I'm not going to bring Pete Carroll into the Chiefs and expect him. Like, I don't want him in the Chiefs, you know what I mean? Right. But if, like, I, Although, I think he'd be good in the Browns. I thought game would be better. I don't mean to cut you off, and I'm yeah. sorry. I thought that run game would be better with Edward Solaire, right? Yeah. Like, going into the season, I was really high on Edward Solaire. So was I. Right? Because they pass the ball so much, it's going to open so many running lanes. Right. Yeah. Right. I agree with that. What happened? I mean, we don't we have, have to. Home. I'm sorry. We can, we can edit this part out oh, real quick, fine. but we don't you're have fine. to. I don't Keep know it what. Keep it in. Let's keep it okay. No, what happened with Edward Solaire? Honestly, I just think it's like you have you kind of got lost in the pecking order with Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, and when you got Mahomes, it's hard to be like, let's run the ball and come. Yeah, like, you're, you're paying him five hundred million dollars. I think is he playing the Super Bowl? Half a billion dollars. Is, Sorry, is, is he, he playing the Super Bowl? I would imagine he is. It wouldn't surprise it's me. It's one of those bets I would like to make. Over uh, on so there's a prop bet on longest run. Uh, during the game, and I would like to take Edward Solaire on that. Yeah, I don't think he's going to lead the team in carries, but I think he's one of those guys where the odds pay well enough that I could put twenty bucks on it and walk away. I think I could walk away with like a hundred bucks. Yeah, hundred and fifty bucks, sure. something like that. Why not? And it seemed like that, like because you're so proficient passing the ball, you're going to run the ball if you want it. And the ball. If the narrative follows what you guys are saying, like I think most people believe that the Chiefs are going to win and they're going to win fairly handily. Um, sorry, I leaned away. No, you're fine. Um, they're going to get carries at the end of the game, right? It yep. goes back to what we were talking about. Yep. If you have a lead, you're going to want to try and control the clock, run the clock out, all that jazz. You're going to run the ball, right? Yep. I think Edward Hilaire breaks a big one, right? Yeah. If, if, that, if that's the case, right? I think he's more likely to have the longest run than Williams, who is that guy that runs right up the middle. Daryl, right? there's always a Williams in that backfield. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, <laughs> Daryl. Right? It's not yeah, Daryl. Daryl Williams is your is your gut run guy, right? Edward Salier is going to be that a guy that could uh, he maybe run a sweep, right? And he can force a missed tackle. That's why I'm that bet longest run. I'm putting Edward Salier. Not to nitpick a point you made earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were talking about the Patriots, how they were run first team when they won the Super Bowl versus the Rams. Yeah. Don't forget. Edelman. <laughs> no, hold on. AFC Championship game, though. Okay. They, I mean, Brady, third down, he completed, like, third down conversions over and over again through the air. Yeah. So, I mean, they got there running the ball. But, like, in 2021, you got to have the quarterback that can just kind of... I would not argue. I would not argue You know what I mean? Point. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Just, Even, But that's, that's where, unfortunately... It's where you and I are going to continue to have a little bit of a disagreement, right? Like, I think running the ball is important to getting there, but then you also have to have the quarterback. So I can yeah. give Pete Carroll a little bit of leniency because he has that quarterback and that wide receiver talent in Tyler Lockett and DK help me out, DK Metcalf yeah. that can bail him out in those third third and long situations where if you don't, you'll get the yards that you expect yeah. running the ball. I think our, what we didn't hit on in the beginning was this situation running the ball. Yeah. 
not well, just like how a percentage. Yes, like percentages. It's over a you know period of time. You can say it regresses to the mean or whatever. Well, you don't want him the ball first, second down every time. I agree. I I would absolutely agree with that. But he's I mean since USC, which college different game, but yep. he's just always been run the ball, run the ball, and then well, think about the running backs that he had there. I know Lindell White didn't translate to the pros as well as well. Neither did Reggie Bush. Right? They were probably the top two running backs in the country, but they were absolutely. I mean, but what do you? Why wouldn't you run the ball eighty percent of the time with Reggie yeah. Jack? Uh, <laughs> Reggie Bush. Well, that's probably where it comes life. from. Why he's like, oh, I can run the ball. I have history of it. And I that offensive it. line, right? Yeah. Like that. That offensive line in US in USC when they were playing Texas and they played Ohio State. Who did they win? Who did they beat with Reggie Bush? Who did he win national championship? I only lost Texas two thousand six. They lost to Texas um, and Vince Young. Who did they beat before that? Was it Ohio State? It might have been. Ohio State always wins, but I don't want them to. Except for they beat Miami or did they lose in 2000? They won. Ohio State won. Ohio State beat Miami. That's what it was. Yep, that's who I was thinking. So not Ohio State. Who did they beat? I'm looking it up right now. But, I mean, either way, if you look at the linemen that came out of there, too, that's why, ooh, we can talk about this. We'll talk for hours. We'll make two podcasts out of this, guys. Are you ready? It's one of the reasons that Keep I am in. not as high on Mac Jones as everyone else is right now. Why is that? Because 100% he, we can agree on that. Can we agree on that? Mac well, Jones he, has, he has all the receivers in the world. Oklahoma, that's what it was. I don't trust any Alabama quarterback with how stacked they've been at wide receiver. It's going to be the not, AJ McCarron not, effect. Yeah. Well, I mean, so everyone's giving Trey Lance a lot of uh, flack, right? Because oh, well, what's the competition he plays? And everyone's like, oh, Zach Wilson's probably. Zach Wilson, right? Yeah, Zach yep. Wilson's not as good as uh, as uh, as Justin Fields, right? Because look at his competition. Who does he have to play? I'm sorry, but when you play for Alabama and you have a legitimate pro line and you have a Heisman winner at wide receiver and Jerry Waddle, who Jerry, right? Jerry Jalen, Jalen, sorry, you're close sorry. enough. Jalen Waddle, who is arguably just as good. If he doesn't get hurt, Devontae Smith doesn't win the Heisman. When you have those weapons, you have that line, you're not playing the same competition as the rest of the college as, yeah. as yeah. the rest of the college players. You're just not. I mean, even look okay, at Tua. He had like seven NFL receivers around him at all times. Yeah. That's why I have an issue with Tua. Like I was worried coming out of the draft how good he was, because it's like when you're surrounded by NFL Taylor versus college teams. I mean, yeah, you might have a couple NFL guys on defense. But his offense was literally like nine NFL players. Yeah. How hard is it going to be playing quarterback? I, I mean, agree. honestly. Yeah, right. And I mean, you look at him at Miami now, and they don't want to put him in big situations. They put Fitzpatrick in. So I'm not sure how good he's going to be. I I actually, I think Tua is the answer in Miami. I hope so. I like Tua. Cool. Awesome. I like I, uh, that being said, they're going to have to be patient. And I think they are going to be patient. And I also think that... Um, I think he had just as good of a year as Joe Burrow. Well, Joe Burrow missed three quarters of the year with an ACL. If you look at the, if you look at not the counting stats, yeah. if you look at the the QB rating, the percentages, how he did on uh, mid range to long range throws, he did just as good as Joe Burrow did. Yeah. And I know that Tua, because he doesn't have the counting stats, it doesn't look as good, and because he got benched for Ryan Fitzpatrick, because Miami was a playoff team, mm-hmm. like 
Why not? Right? Yeah, fourth quarter came around, they were benching him. Right. And you have to worry about whether or not that affects his psyche, right? But it's a rookie. Why not? I think Tua ends up being just as good, if not better, than Joe Burrow. You think so? I do. I think, I, 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 I think Joe Burrow is going to be better. Do you? I, I trust Big Dick Joe. I mean, the nickname. We haven't really seen Joe Burrow play 10 games. So, I mean, it's not a huge sample size. But Joe Burrow has way better weapons. He doesn't have the offensive line that Miami does, but he has T. Higgins. He has Tyler Boyd. He had Joe Mixon, right? He had Giovanni Bernard, who is a great wide, uh, great running back to rely on if you're uh, facing the blitz, right? Good yeah, safety valve. If but, you're like in time in your first year with no OTAs, I mean, that's hard. That's I agree. Or a whole new playbook. You're not going to get time to throw. you got to quick make a decision. I mean, it's... I don't think either of them are great, so you, I don't really have a good indication on who's going to be good or not. Which, to be fair, Burrow was surrounded with NFL receivers at LSU, too. Yep, he was. So, right, um, sorry, guy from Minnesota, Justin Jefferson. Stud. Absolutely he's my, he's stud. He's my favorite rookie of the year by far. Mostly because I picked him up off free agents, and he went bananas. So did I. <laughs> and then I traded him for DK Metcalf. It didn't work out well for you down the stretch of it. Might Maybe as well have Donkey Kong over him. So, I, thought, I thought I was winning that. It, I mean, there was more to it. It was not a one-for-one. One. Right. So uh, if, uh, if Pete Carroll didn't run the ball so much. <laughs> ah, I see the segue there. Ah, no, 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 that's Tony. Good. That's good. That's good. Back in action. That's good. That's funny. Thank you. I didn't even get a sounder for that or anything. I tried the computer's buffer. Yeah, give him the eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We got any more segments or is that it? Uh, well, you two haven't uh, picked your, the things you love to see. I love to see Reddit fucking with the stock market. That was great. Like, also, bleep you to Robinhood for the shit they pulled. I yeah. agree. That was horseshit. I'm, I've been on Robinhood for a very long time, yes, and I was really disappointed. And they sent an email uh, explaining why they did what they did. I don't buy it. I, I'm frustrated by it. You know, it's one of those thing. deals where I wish I could cash out. Right, just cancel the app, but it's hard. It's hard because I have I have stocks that I've been hanging on to for a while, right? Yep. And I've had growth in them. It's not decision, GameStop, right? It's, right, it's decision. Wait, what'd you say? Not GameStop. Right? No, 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 no. Uh, but it's or stuff AMC. that I that, that I believe in, right? And I don't want to sell now after having all those gains just to buy back in. Uh, just, I mean, the whole motto behind Robinhood was steal from the rich, give to the poor. Like, that's yeah. why they named it what they did, Robinhood. So your first opportunity to where you're faced with this group of Reddit people fighting against these hedge fund guys that have more money than all of them combined. You cave. I yep. mean, it's just, it's a bad one for us. I would, I mean, I don't think they're a publicly traded company, but if they were, their stock would be yeah. dropping. Yeah, I agree. I, I was also disappointed. That's a good hate it. Yeah. Or, I guess, love a good love, love it. it. Sorry. I could have gone either way. I thought about it. Yeah. Love and hate, but. Uh, I love that we got back on track. Sorry, my bad. I, I know I'm double dipping there, but I, I'm I'm sorry that I dug my heels in there. I hope that you guys can make something work out of that. Nobody Step loves man. talking more about rushing percentages than me. So, or colleges that certain players went to school. Correct. You do know that. I'll start taking Wednesdays off if we're going to have Big Truffle on more. That way, I can not need a nap in the middle of your conversation. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You didn't have uh, to say it, though. I'm getting Maybe too old for this. Maybe if you were an uncultured swine, you could keep up. What's that? 
He called you an uncultured no, swine no if you didn't hear. I, I know. It felt like I don't know. It felt like we got into a a, a two way conversation. There. It, it I was. That was, was I, like, wa- I I sat back and watched. I know. I was we intrigued we also it. didn't really give you guys any breathing room to try and jump in. We should work on that, buddy. It was an A B conversation. It was really you wanted to be involved. <laughs> yeah, we we were just watching and we were like, "Oh, good." This Did is you have anything to add on the Seahawks running percentage? Um. I love that no. Sean made me more wrong. That's always great for uh, for listeners, right? That's that awesome. I don't mind being um, more wrong. Seahawk running game. <laughs> I picked up Rashad Penny at the lottery ticket. Oh man! Tell and me he about and he sat on my IR oh. and did nothing ever. Dude. And I was like, not to go back to it. <laughs> no, no, no. If you're Pete Carroll, I mean, you've had a lot of success in the NFL, so you're not going to change. Right. He's an older guy. They're generally more stubborn anyway. Bill Belichick Thanks, is running boomers. into the same issue right now. Yeah, he's not. Uh, he tra- Don't get me started on Belichick right now. I'm just frustrated with Bill Belichick. Yeah. But I I get why he's – I mean, running game has always worked for Pete Carroll. Anywhere he's been at, the running game has been his bread and butter. I just wish with Russell Wilson they passed more, but we don't need to get into it. He's a talent. Dude, I will give that to you. He is a talent. And if I were a Seahawks fan, um, I would absolutely wish that Pete Carroll would just throw the ball. He's got the talent. He's got Tyler Lockett. He's got DK Metcalf. And you use the run game to complement that, right? And to use that play action, just like you're talking about. I agree. I agree. I don't think we disagree. We were just kind of off on the wrong foot. I think we did. I think. (laughs) I don't even necessarily put Pete Carroll as one of those coaches that I would like love to have. Well, it's not that he's one of those, coach. It was just one of those yeah. like throw-offs, and you jumped on it, and I got defensive, and that was probably our problem. <laughs> that is your biggest mistake. When you're when you're talking to Kuba, you cannot get defensive about anything I, no. because he will shit on you. I totally. It sounds like you want to take a billboard out in downtown Detroit and say, "Pete Carroll, come here." You know what? For Christmas this year, we should just all pitch in and get you a Pete Carroll graphic T-shirt. I'd wear it. <laughs> and we're hey, after one of these sessions. Uh, Sean still has to pick his things you love to see. Love to see. They just went on for an hour and a half about something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me, I did not think that was good. How rare be this is exactly the pot I wanted. <laughs> that was, look, that was good. I liked that a lot. It was. It was a nice cut. No, it was a good cut. It was a good it, conversation. It was literally like. It was literally Skip Bayless versus Shannon Sharp. Oh, it was. And I, and it, and it, it kind of I don't care which we one you think you are, other, but you good. guys were going back and forth at it. I understand where you're coming from, the yelling part, but they're not coming at it with that. They're just like yelling bullshit. And I don't think we actually yelled. Did I really? We had, we no, had, you, you, you got a little louder, but we had a discussion it. about playstyle. I, I mean, I don't yeah, think you guys kept it. I was trying you kept to it at a yell. reasonable level. Skip and Shannon are just going to yell. LeBron has six threes and MJ has three. <laughs> That's all they're arguing. Here's about. the thing: at least you guys were making like valid points. Like you guys were right in the context. Skip and Shannon are just yelling things that are wrong at each other. Skip, 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 skip. We both had opinions, but we were trying to back them up with facts. And I got, I got put in my place more than once. Absolutely, I will give that to you. And I probably stretched a couple times. Screen games the same as the one game. The key is. You throw out facts and just hope nobody looks them up. Yeah. But he, but Kubi's the one that will be like, ah, let's fact check that shit. Why well, I've just studied the Seahawks offense because it pisses me off for about five <laughs> years. Anyway, we're not doing this again. All right, Sean McVay, calm down. Ooh. Oh, my love to see. I had it ready. I had it primed. A half hour later. 
Um, I'm going up with a future love to see it. I said the Lions should hire Eric Bieniemy, And in the future, I'm going to love seeing all these Lion fans upset when they fire Dan, Dan Campbell. And Eric Bieniemy is just getting started. Uh, somewhere else. Thriving as a head coach somewhere else. I think Campbell's going to be decent, but we'll see. That's what I, I, was I, think, I think the weak link. And the, <laughs> it's keeps going back to that stupid fucking conversation. I think the weak link right now, the, the hire that I like the least, is the Anthony Lynn hiring. And it's because he's a running back guy. I know that we just had a... Darrell Bevel huh. was supposed to be a running back guy, yeah. right? And we passed From a lot. Seattle. Right <laughs> Seattle, right. I'm seeing a trend. And and our offense wasn't necessarily super bad, right? His first year with Stafford was really good. Right. He was MVP level. Yeah. Um. We moved on from him, I think, had more to do with the regime change and making sure that we had a clean slate. I'm not super excited about bringing another running back guy. I know that DeAndre Swift is their best player. I'm not super excited about it. Go ahead. You want me to hit a bunch? I thought you were going to. <laughs> I, I was... We're never going to get Eric Bieniemy to come be our offensive coordinator, but it would have been nice to get... I don't know, someone younger to do it. Uh, I can't think of any names that we were looking at at this time. Uh, what, would you have considered Doug Peterson? Yeah. I, mean, I don't think he would. I don't think he would have. He's got but, too much of an ego. But right. Yeah. You know who to look good at for the, the Lions? Thing, right? Like Dan Campbell's the type of head coach that's like, I'm the head coach. You can have the offense. Go go be the John offense. Harbaugh. I don't care. John Harbaugh. The... John Harbaugh's like, you take the offense, you take the defense, I'm just going to be... Like, he's a special team background. He's like, I'm just going to deal with the players. Like, right. They're going to respect me. I'm going to respect them. You guys, I'm not a coach. Right. And it works well for them. Right. I, that's what I would have liked. I don't know. We'll see how Anthony Lynn pans out. But There's two coaches that I would have loved to see Detroit go with. Jim Harbaugh. Ugh, man. Get what? Or Chip Kelly. Oh, my God. <sighs> Ugh. What's Chip Kelly even doing? <laughs> he's he's with the UCLA. Are they still at UCLA? Jim Harbaugh's offense is almost as creative as Pete Carroll's. Jim Harbaugh's hey, offense is hey, bad. Hey, Russell would love that because run the ball. Yeah. He doesn't watch that. You remember, <laughs> don't, I, you remember when... <laughs> he's just too good of a ball. Oh, this is going to be a thing. <laughs> I really put my foot in it. <laughs> you remember when Chip Kelly first came to the NFL? And, and he was going to wrap it in a league. He led the league. He was leading the league in pace. Yeah. And plays per game. Yep. And everyone is like, can they sustain this? And I'm like, no. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, of course Michael not. Michael Vick is 33. <laughs> <laughs> if Michael Vick was coming out of college, maybe. I was. If I was, Chip Kelly had yeah. Jalen Hurts I was Kyler Murray, I was maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I was 21 at the time, and I'm thinking, I can't keep up with that offense. <laughs> you also have no ACLs, but that's besides the point. That, that's not the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> the other part is, like, college coaches come to the NFL, and you're used to in college, like, you can basically do whatever you want, because in four years, you got a whole new player staff. Or even, even in less time than that. But right. they come to the NFL... And they use that same energy, and players just get sick of it really quick. Right. I thought Jim Harbaugh was going to be quite successful at Michigan because yeah. of that. Because yes. he was successful at San Francisco right away. And he was good in Stanford. tired of it. Yeah. Right? They were like, yeah. get out of here. So he comes to Michigan, and even not you hate even to college guy, I was like, dude, Michigan's going to be good. Yeah, This is going to be great for Michigan. They're talking about giving him a lifetime contract, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, do it. 
I bet you that's going to be awesome. You're going to look back at that, and it's going to be a great deal. Nope, that bit you nasty, didn't it? And I was wrong. I, I, I will admit it, right? I was absolutely wrong. Yeah, I think... Harbaugh, I think he's just kind of an older school guy. Mm-hmm. So it's just he's not adapting to the spread out. Like, also, Michigan fans have to realize, like, you're probably not going to beat Ohio State. It's just, Ever. Ohio has better talent. They better recruit better. Recruiting. Like, it's just... It's unfor- it took me a while to realize that like we're probably gonna lose almost every year, and it's just right. it's not that you can't. It's like you have to recruit so much better than them because all their talent is right in their backyard if they want it. Right, and like Michigan is just like recruiting, and they're not developing either. So it doesn't right. help. Right, I mean, I mean what well, McCaffrey's just left too, even though he's not the greatest. I agree. Anyways. Anyways, what do you guys got for the Super Bowl? I have a lot of bets. That's what you're wondering. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> it's the casino they're paying attention right now. Uh, Shh. Bucks plus three and a half. I would take Chiefs money line, like Russ said. I would take Mike Evans and Godwin both over 50 yards. I saw that was a bet somewhere. What was it? Uh, Evans and Godwin both over 50 yards. It's, I would, I'd go with that. Um, Brady over 300 yards. If they're going to be behind, he's going to throw. Mm-hmm. What do you pick for the running backs? Four, I was going to say Fournette. Fournette's been... Like, I've been Four. wanting to take a bet, but I haven't. Over 12 and a half carries, if you can get it. I think they're going to feed Fournette. You think so? I think... I like Ronald Jones, but they seem to like Fournette. So. Uh, Fournette's also at, I think... Four and a half for receptions. That's the one that I'm looking at. Uh, for next, Brady loves him. Yeah, yeah. Brady loves him. He's been really involved in the in the passing game. And if you look at the last year that he had with Jacksonville Jaguars, he caught seventy six yeah. uh, balls. So I'm taking the over on Fournette's receptions in the game. Mm. And then if you look at his, can I bet on how many drops he's gonna have? Okay, so, over so, under five and a half. I'm taking the under. under. Well, you are. I just did that. Time. Oh, that's you're good. taking the under five and a half drop. Yeah, I am. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> I may have set that a little too high. Uh, but also, like the all-purpose yards for Fournette, uh, I think it's at like seventy-two and a half, and I want that. Yeah, I want that with Fournette. And yeah, I'm going to disagree with you on. The, the Brady. It, right now it's over 300 and a half, I think, or 299 and a half. I know there's a bonus for over 300. I don't know yep. exactly what the line is. Yep. I got Brady on the over at 296 and a half. I think he's under. Think so? I think he's under, and I and, and again, I think this game is going, but it's also because I'm taking the under on the points, right? I think when you look at Super Bowls, more often than not, like it ends up being a more defensive battle than what we think, and I know... We want to get enamored with the Chiefs' offense, but I think the, I think the Super Bowl has shades of that Patriots and Eagles Super Bowl, Which where one? both quarterbacks threw for five hundred yards. Yep. yep. Yeah, I don't think Nick Foles threw for five hundred, but it is what it is. What? If, <laughs> we get into that too. Nick I think Foles. he was like three fifty. God, we really got into that. Yeah. Well, we started talking about every decent quarterback performers in the last twenty years. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I think I think Brady throws for under. But I think it's because they try to control the game with the front game. I can't even. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it. 
for anyone who's actually still listening, I think that the bets on defensive players for the MVP is a really solid bet. I am I'm putting I forgot maybe we talked about that. Twenty bucks on JPP. Uh Nadama Kinsu is gonna have higher Devin odds Smith. or a higher payout. Devin right? White. Sorry. Devin, Devin White. White would be a great one, right? I could see him getting a interception and taking it back to the house. Right? Like if, if you, you remember, put ten bucks on a bunch of bucks guys, I think guys. I think it would pay out. If you remember uh, the Monday Night Classic with them and the Rams a couple years ago, where it was like fifty four to fifty one. Oh mean, yeah, Mahomes got strip sacked twice. Yep. So it's, uh, he, I mean, I think two years ago last changed, but if you get pressure on him, like he wants to hold the ball and push the ball down the field. He wants to make plays. Yeah, he's a right. Player. It's the same thing we were talking about Josh Allen and Russell Wilson, right? Like if you get pressure on him. And we talked about that, right? Like his his pressure rating is higher under pressure than than not, right? right. So he's so got that confidence, and I I think that the Bucks have the talent to cause to make big plays, right? right. So I'm I'm definitely putting money on defensive players to win MVP because I think this is this is the year. The only reason I would disagree with you on the over three hundred for Brady, I think they're going to try to control, like he said, but they get down one or two touchdowns. I think, Arians just wants to throw the ball. I mean, that's just in his in his DNA is no risk it, no biscuit. You're you're yeah. So I can say I can go either way. I think yeah. three hundred is a good good line. So there's another prop bet where you can you put bets on whether a team scores three times in a row, right? Um, touchdown, field goal, field goal. Chiefs. Is what you're saying? Well, you don't have to pick a team. You just have okay. to pick whether or not a team will score three times in a row. Do you think? The Chiefs scored three times in a row. Do you think the Bucks scored three times in a row coming back? If I had to bet, I would say the Bucks get up like ten nothing, thirteen nothing, and the Chiefs score twenty one on answer. Because I think that's just what they do. And I think it's like plus two fifty yeah. uh, for for scoring three in a row, and it's kind of a fun ten dollar bet, right? Like yeah. if you don't have a whole bunch of money, or you get a bunch of free money from. Uh, ads, <laughs> right? It might be it might be one where you can throw some free money at it, and you might end up in in the positive, right? In the red. Yep. Yeah, I can definitely see. I mean, the Chiefs four other five playoff wins they were down by double digits at some point. Well, and if you think about it, like look at the game against the Packers. I don't know if they ended up scoring three times in a row, but if you defer, right? Ooh, which gets me into another one. Remind me if if you defer and you have the ball. Last in the second half, and you score a field goal, and then you get the ball first, right? And you score a field goal. All of a sudden, all you need to do is get a three and out or a stop, and you get a third field goal, and and you're you're in the money, right? Field goals aren't going to win the game, but... Can win you some money. Can win you some money. Also, another interesting bet, see see you guys got me going, right? Heads and tails. Uh, Not heads and tails, but you can place a bet on who gets the ball first, right? And Bruce Arians, like you said, this is what reminded me is no risk it, no biscuit, right? Yep. He wants to control the game, right? I would actually think that putting money on the Bucks getting the ball first would be a good bet because I think if they win the toss, they might receive. They might receive. And I think Andy Reid is going to defer no matter what. So I think instead of a 50-50, you're more looking at a 67-33 or maybe even a 70-30 that the Bucks get the ball first. I think that is a savvy... Savvy bet. Again, uh, it doesn't pay a whole lot, right? I think it's plus 100. I think it's about a 50 50. Yeah. But if you put, you know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks down, yeah. it might end up in your favor. And I think it's something that people aren't thinking about. 
one that I, I'm actually going to change the bet I said earlier. I said Tyreek Hill under 89, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just realized that no person on this planet besides Belichick can stop Tyreek Hill. And if you look at the three games he's played versus Bill Belichick versus anybody else, it's astounding. And first Belichick, he'll have one catch for 45 yards, one catch or two catches for, you know, 50. Everyone else, he's got like 150 yards. It's just. And it helps that Belichick has had Stefan Gilmore or Malcolm Butler. Like, he's had the talent in his, uh, at his cornerback position. But the weakness. Don't forget about J.C. Jackson then, then or, Jonathan, say, or Jonathan Jones. Those are the, the guys that are actually using to cover Tyreek Hill. That, like, they don't cover with Gilmore, though. They always put their like, faster corner, their second corner on him. Oh, do they? They just put a safety over the top. Yeah, Ooh. I didn't know that. Versus all the ones, it's like, we're going to put our second guy on the number one. With safety over the top, we're going to trust Gilmore to go lock down the other guy one-on-one. Double. That yeah. makes sense. That yeah. makes a lot of and sense. And it's like nobody else does it, but it's like, and why would you not? Like, you want to win matchups, right? Yep. You can win two-on-one versus Tyree Kill. It's going to be tough, but you can win that matchup. Because Gilmore, man, I don't think he's that great of a route runner. No, he's just a, he's a fast guy. He's, he's just fast. Guy. That's gotten better. He's developed. But, but he has. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just. But if you have a legit corner, I mean, you can win the, a one versus a two, and you should win that corner matchup every time. Because he doesn't have the size. Right, and then if you can limit Tyreek Hill, that's why Belichick's the smartest defensive guy in the business. Right. So, are you still taking the under on Tyreek Hill, or are you going to go the over? Uh, damn it. <laughs> I feel like you have to pick one or the other, right? Yeah. Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey. Pick, pick the hell to die on. Ah. Aha! Hell. Man. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over just because Belichick's not there. Yeah, it's fair. I was I was gonna feed into that and say that the weakness that the Bucks have is their secondary. And I know that you guys brought up names and stuff, but like man, Aaron Rodgers, I feel like again, the Bucks got lucky against the Packers. Yeah. Right? Like Devontae Adams gets that that left shoulder. Left that shoulder, fade yeah. He every that time out of and he missed it and I Actually, don't he catches a hundred out of hundred times. It's just that happened to be one that he dropped. Right. Like you'll never see him drop. You can ball say nine hundred out of nine hundred and one times, right? Like, right, whatever. Yeah. Um, which he's a top three receiver in my book. Devontae right? Adams. Yes. I want him over everyone else. Yeah, I'm, I said top three to be just. That's fair. I'll 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 <laughs> elevate it. We can argue who, if you want. I'm taking him over everyone else. Yeah, I mean, who, obviously there's... Such who, a good Julio's kind of falling runner. off a little bit. Yep. He's the best guy at the line of scrimmage in the NFL. I agree. Purely getting off pressure releases, nobody better than the NFL. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about Julio Jones, and I agree. Like, Julio Jones in his prime, I want him. Mm-hmm. But name a, a better combo size speed guy. The only other guy, I think doesn't get enough love is A.J. Brown. Yeah, it's just how we got offense because they don't pass as much. He's never going to put up the gaudy numbers. Yep, goes back but, to, you know, Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill, yeah. right? But the thing is, A.J. Brown, dude, you put A.J. Brown in a pass-heavy offense to get him away from Derrick Henry, I think A.J. Brown could be gross. D.K. Metcalf is the same, right? Yeah. Side-speed combo. Probably not as advanced of a route tree as Adams, but... But he could get there, develop. right? He's a rook. I'm trying to Second think of... Who are the top receivers? I would even. T- I mean, Adams, Hopkins is going to be the top five. Who do you take? That's a very interesting question. I like that. Who's your t- Who's your top five? You got Adams. You got Hopkins. Yeah. Who do you um, take next? Michael Thomas. 
Depends Diggs. on his quarterback, no. probably. Diggs. Right? Diggs. You can put Diggs in the top five. Diggs looked great. Yes, Stefan Diggs, dude. With Cousins. I mean, now I have both Cousins for last. Right. You could probably yeah. put DK Metcalf in there at this point. He would fit fantastic for sure. He looks so good. Tyreek Hill, as much as I don't like him, he's definitely mm. the top five, probably. He's just, uh, just the best weapon in the NFL. Hot yeah. take, top five wide receiver, uh, Travis Kelsey. Um. <laughs> I mean, Travis Kelsey had a legitimate WR1 season. Like, yeah. WR1, not yeah. top 12. WR1. And I want CMC in the top five, then. For wide receiver? Yes. Okay. He had, I mean, he had I a thousand yards receiving when he right? was healthy. Like, I mean, he, he's a legitimate guy that – he's a running back that could get 100 receptions, right? He could have 100 yeah, yards. He got at least 85 in one year. How I do Was that? I was agreeing. Yeah, okay. I didn't – I don't like, know. No, I don't, no, no, we didn't. Let's argue some more. I don't think he got a hundred. The thing about Michael Thomas is, I think he, he's not like a speed. Uh, he's just a good route runner that's going to run slants, and uh, he's a proficient route runner. He's going to have a much more productive Adams, season so much more uh, coming up this Thomas. year. What is AJ Green? Danny Crosby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're left on the top ten. Yeah. All right, Danny. Devontae Adams versus Michael Thomas. What's the grade you're giving Jared Dubin's entire list? I'm trying to. I'm looking at the top five receivers. I mean, really, when I look at it, the only like the problem I have with Beckham Jr. We talked about. This is CBS. You could really nitpick with some of these, you know, one through six. This had to be going into you know, do we miss maybe a couple? But I think Terry Hill and James gave a couple stubs. I gave some stubs. I think once you get past that top five, there's a bunch of guys that are interchangeable that you could really make a strong case. Hey, they should be higher. They should be in the top ten. And maybe you could knock down. Somebody like a Chris Godwin, so, take him out of there, and you can interchange that ad. But is overall, it, I'm not a solid B. Long. I think it's a pretty nice compilation of the best receivers in the NFL. You're gonna have All to right, edit take a B. Probably. All right, Jamie, if this list was pure. Again. I wasn't going to say anything. I thought, it, <laughs> I thought it would plan too. I was just like. <laughs> no, I Googled it and I took my headphones out. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Welcome to the Pitch Podcast Show here on CBS Sports HQ. We should do a throwback. And have Sean do a random question of the week. Oh, I got this. And a hot take. You didn't do a super. Yeah, you haven't done a hot take. You have a random question? Oh, no. I was hoping I was going to answer your random question. I will look up a random question. What's your hot take? Hot take. I've already put money on it. Producer Matt has already called me stupid. Hold on. Let me call you stupid before. You're an idiot. Thank you. You want it? Uh, no. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm taking the end, and I know it's coming, so yeah, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> Bucks and Chiefs offensive heroin. Breaking records in the Super Bowl. Alternative spread. Over 86 and a half. Oh my god, yeah? You know what? Here's the thing. It could happen. I will give it to you. It could absolutely happen. And the and the money that you're going to get for that, the odds, totally worth putting a small bet on. Yeah. Why absolutely. Not? I'll bet three grand against that. <laughs> <laughs> for what it's worth, so would I. I mean, I'm, I'm taking the under on the spread that it's at, right? The way, he, the way he texted <laughs> me, though, he said, I saw 86 and a half over under as an alternative line. Seems low. Seems low. <laughs> and I was like, Seems low. I was like, <laughs> That's forty three points. What was it? What was the paying out? Do you remember? What's that? What was the paying out? Uh, plus thirty two hundred. Sure. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. <laughs> ten bucks. What did you put on it? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. <laughs> that's, that's, 
Dear I'm God. <laughs> Dear God Almighty. Yeah, why so, not? I mean, you hold on, do you have any do you have any hot takes for uh, with that Super Bowl players? <laughs> you have better odds with that than the Powerball. Straight up. Yeah. Right? Sure. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> do you have a hot take taken? Oh, oh, do I have a hot take? No, let's go. Uh, do you I have mean, a hot take for the Super Bowl? Hot take for the Super Bowl. Yeah, any yeah, player. Point scored. Um, 49 to 40. So, Russell's been talking about it a lot. I do agree with him. Uh, defensive player wins the Super Bowl MVP. I like that. Who, who do you say is going to win? Uh, I, I really, really like either Sean Murphy Bunting or Devin White. Pick one. Yeah, you got to pick one. Devin White. Devin White. So, I think... I think alternatively, I've been talking a lot cool. about the Bucks, and that has dick. to deal with my rhetoric of the Bucks are going to win, right? Right. But when you approach these bets, right, like you need to be able to create the narrative to see how this is going to play out, right? And so, like, I think the Bucks are are going to win. Mm-hmm. This is how I see that happening. If right. you look at that, at the flip side, which is what you should be doing if you're betting smartly, right, or right. wisely, what if the Chiefs win, right? What defensive player do you think could win defensive MVP if the Chiefs win? And I think a great guy would be Frank Clark. Or Chris Jones. Yeah, or Chris Those Jones. Are Those two. Really Those are the two guys. Frank Clark or Chris Jones. And so... Maybe Tyron Matthew. We had some good odds on it, probably. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You get a deep pass, right? And uh, Scotty Miller falls down like he did against the Packers, right? And Matt, uh, Matthew intercepts it. And all of a sudden, he's got an open field, and it's a punt return. And he returns it for a touchdown. You're going to win MVP off that easy, right? So I think if you are at least listening to me, right, and considering a Bucks player for MVP, you should be looking at it uh, from a different perspective and also thinking about Chiefs. Again, good $10 bets, right? Low money. Look, if, low you're, risk, talk, if you're talking about putting down small money and hitting a jackpot real quick, uh, prop bet for first touchdown scored, pick the defense. Oh, yeah. Plus 5,000. Also, it works into what I was talking to you about earlier, right? The uh, the deferral, right? Bucks mm-hmm. get the ball first. That goes a long way towards first touchdown. Right. So pick Chris Godwin. Cameron Brait would be a great one, yep. right? Because he's a red zone red zone monster, and uh, his odds are going to be super mm-hmm. high. I mean, you could probably find the obvious the obvious choice is Mike Evans. Um, right. That's I mean, who can, that's who Brady looks at first. You can get Tyreek Hill plus sixteen hundred. So I don't imagine Cameron Brain's probably plus 3,000. 3,000, 3,200? Absolutely. I think also, if you just want an easy bet, you can bet whether the final scores are the even or odd. You can oh. go with it like minus 105. So it's like basically you bet five, you win five, and it's just walking the draw. It's going to be even or odd total score. Mm-hmm. And if you just want a chance, 50-50 chance, I mean, yeah. it doesn't really get any easier than that. Yeah, I agree. Alright, Tony, is that all you got? Well, I'm still waiting on that question of the day. Oh, yeah. Snack Man? This is the longest pod of all time. Absolutely. It's been kind of nice, though. It's been fun. You've got a lot of content to work through. I'm going to keep my ass chewed out when I get home by my wife. Yeah, you're probably going to get beat with a belt. I don't have a wife. I live with a bear. She had to pick the kids up. Nice. Yep, good call. Whoops. Uh... Random question of the day. If you could pick any historical figure to wedgie, who would it be? <laughs> Gandhi. You want to know why? Who? Gandhi. Gandhi? Yeah. 
And people are going to hate on me, right? Because Gandhi's like God and stuff. But like, he's always walking around. And I just want to yank it. I just want to yank it. Define historical figure. Anybody from history. Paint Manning. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't even going to be mine, but. You I'm surprised it. you didn't pick like Helen Keller or something. Oh, uh, Hank, she would never, she would never see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bad joke? Where's the bad joke sound? Come on, give me that dad joke sound. There it is. Right, Apparently, not me and Helen Keller. My beef with her goes way back. <laughs> with Helen Keller, huh? <laughs> I think she's fake news. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 that's it. How does someone that can't see over here learn anything? I explain it to me. I because you can't especially in that time period, and you can't see it. I don't know. So I think maybe they're like, yeah, we'll just give someone, you know, some hope and put out a good story. Cool. So we're gonna start talking about how nine eleven is hoax. Here we that's go. You. Yeah. No, but. No, I that's more of a podcast for Bernstein. <laughs> we'll get him on here for that one. <laughs> I saw a tweet. I would love to do that, by the way. <laughs> get me in on that. I saw a tweet. They're like, also, oh, this is the year that we decided that Helen Keller is just not real all of a sudden. And I was like, bro, I've been doing that for like five years. <laughs> I started that five years ago. I'd watch you Helen Keller it's just because he didn't say Helen Keller and he picked Peyton Manning instead. Would you not like to see Peyton Manning get what? Wedged? What? You're not going to pick one? No, I said I'd pick. Pe- I was thinking Helen Keller. You're a liar. No, I I was thinking that's why I brought you it up. Fake- you just seems like that? a nerd that deserved a wedgie. Who is that? Ben like Franklin. Nerd uh, that deserves a wedgie. Anybody named Ben deserves to be wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben Norris. Yeah. I hope you're listening. He he doesn't. No one is. Nope. No one listens to this. Not your father's shitty podcast. But it's been fun. Thanks for. Uh, Thank you for skipping me. I'm fucking. Oh yeah, snack uh, man. What, anyway, who do you want? I would wedgie Alexander Hamilton. Why? He was a douchebag. Yeah, was he really? Yeah, um, I haven't seen Hamilton, so I guess I'm kind of behind. He was. I mean, what got him into most trouble was his mouse, and that's like why Aaron Burr shot him and whatnot. So, uh, so. <laughs> guilty, guilty. I thought Aaron. Burr I feel was like the douche. I feel like they both were. Yeah, that, um, that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> to be fair, anyone from that they time were, period was a douche. Yeah. Both politicians, so yeah. like, yeah, okay. Um, I feel, I just feel like a wedgie would have humbled him out a little bit. Yeah, maybe he would have kept doing some good things. Yeah, maybe. Or he would have kept being a jackass, irredeemable jackass. There's a good chance that if I wedged, if I wedged him, he would want to duel me. But good thing <laughs> I, good thing I am from the 21st century. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this for a while. How wild was it you had to be for somebody? You're like, I just grab our pistols, stand back to back, just walk and kill you. Just figure it out. That is badass. You go to New Jersey. Like, back in those times, you would go to New Jersey because anything's legal in Jersey. It still is. is. They've been sports gambling before anybody else. Hey, props to you guys for not picking Hitler. Nice job. Not because I'm a Hitler proponent, but because, like, softball. Nice job. That, that would have been a meatball home run right Oh, there. yeah. Good for you guys. That would have been just straight gas. Easy pick. True. <laughs> All right, on that note, love you guys. Bye, have a wonderful time. What a nice two and a half hour <laughs> Holy shit. I should- Bye, have a great time.